High school football is on the air. Havenfootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's PIAA 5A semifinal state championship football game is between the District 12 champions Imhotep Charter Panthers and your District 1 champions Strathaven Panthers. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper. True local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. So close, yet so far away. It's been nearly a generation since the Panthers have been one step away from Hershey. Back in 2003, they fell just short of a fifth straight trip to the state finals. Tonight, one week from Hershey, here we sit in the Eastern Final in the 5A class after a stunning win in double overtime over Ruston a week ago. Here's Strathaven looking for their first berth to the state final since 2003. It doesn't seem uh, that far off, really. Only 48 minutes of football, but standing in their way are the Imhotep Panthers. They've been in the state finals five of the last seven years. If we discount 2020, where they didn't get to play last fall, played just a short season in April. But Imhotep has been a powerhouse over the last decade plus. So here's Imhotep at Ridley tonight, arriving late on the bus, but ready to rock and roll. It's Panthers versus Panthers in the Eastern Final, and we're thrilled to have you right here on HavenFootball.net. Good evening, everybody. We're live from Ridley High School, just a few minutes away from Strathaven and a little bit longer for Imhotep and even longer when their bus hit all sorts of traffic. And uh, so thanks for sticking with us through a delayed start. Uh, we're going to have an amended uh, and truncated pregame here. The... Um, just a little bit unusual when we're out on the field at about 630 and there's only one team out there. <laughs> so uh, again, Emotep has arrived and is ready to go. The District 12 champions arrive at 9-1. and one. They haven't played a close game since uh, October 9th when they knocked off Northeast 14-0. It's been mercy rule games ever since. So here's, uh, here are the Emotep Panthers with the second-ranked defense in the state in terms of points allowed. They allow just six points per game, loaded with Division I talent at almost every defensive position. You mix in a couple on offense, too, and uh, Strathaven tonight will have their hands full. So, Mike Mayer, I'm going to apologize in advance for even using the word Panthers tonight. That's ambiguous. Right. Both teams called the Panthers. We'll do our best to say in Hotep and Strathaven throughout the evening. But, Mike, uh, what a ride it's been for your District 1 champions uh, right here at Strathaven. Oh, it's been terrific. I don't think anybody, I, I think we all thought we had a decent team. We thought we'd make a run. We thought we, you know, we'd lucky we'd make a good run through District 1. Uh, maybe we kind of imagined possibly we could win it. But, you know, that was a little 
pushing things a little bit. We just wanted a good, solid season, which we got. And with the exception of Garner Valley, which we really couldn't produce any offense, couldn't stop them, that was the buzzsaw we ran into, ran into during the year. Uh, now, you know, we're, we're facing, you know, after making some tight games and, and winning some decisively, and obviously last week was a, was a nail-biter, um, we're up against a team that is truly a buzzsaw. I mean, Haven's going to have to the game of their lives, and and is going to have and is going to have to. That's the PA system, so we're going to have to work over that. But, uh, yep, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, but but uh, Haven's going to have to have a great game, and uh, we're going to hope the Tep. Uh, which is what they call themselves, is going to have less than a stellar game, and we may make this thing work for us. Strathaven will receive the opening kickoff in just a moment. Uh, Panthers shorthanded tonight. The captains at midfield. Nick Filios, Chase Barlow, Jake Millett, joined by, unfortunately, Matt Schuler in street clothes. So, Matt... Uh, Really, your most explosive weapon on offense, uh, an all Delco defensive back. This is not a game he wants to miss, of course, but uh, he is out of the lineup along with Greg Belleville. And, and uh, Panthers come in a little bit banged up. But we're going to take a short time out, be back for the tail end of the national anthem and the opening kickoff. You're listening to high school football, the PIAA state semifinals, right here on HavenFootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Ridley High School. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play. Mike Mayer with the color commentary and engineering. Well done. We're joined well done. by Andrew Kaufman with the stats and spotting and Pete Fulginetti and as well. We'll hear from them at halftime. And you'll hear in the background Gary James, our good buddy from Strathaven. He's the PA announcer that uh, you can probably hear through the mic uh, for most of the evening. Uh, so, Imhotep will get that uh, vaunted defense on the field here to start. Strathaven will receive the opening kick and move right to left in front of us. We'll try to keep you posted uh, uh, on scores from elsewhere. Of course, the other 5A semifinal. Uh, Penn Trafford and Exeter, the winner of this one tonight, will meet in the state finals against the winner of that one. But uh, another local team, Bishop Shanahan in the 4A final, will try to get updates from our buddies at the Daily Local out in Westchester right there. And so, of course, Garner Valley doesn't play till tomorrow night right here. Yep. Well, the same field, uh, same time, 7 o'clock. It'll be Garnet Valley and St. Joe's Prep uh, for a chance to go to Hershey a week from 
now. All right, so Imhotep will bunch everybody up at the 40-yard line, has the football on the tee, standing deep to return. Austin Connor and Chase Barlow await just inside their 15-yard line. Tep has it teed, ready to go. Looks like number three, Trey McLeod, will be your kicker. He'll be carrying the football a bunch, too, I would expect, but he approaches... End over end kick's going to take a hop at the 15 scoop there at the 16 by Barlow. He's going to go up the right hash and tumble out across the 30-yard line. Decent field position for Strathaven to start. Strathaven offense led, of course, by Sam Milligan at quarterback. All right, running backs tonight, Austin Connor and Chase Barlow are your halfbacks. Anthony Crawford, your fullback. We may see Bob Fuscus in there as well. Tight ends, Mason Green and Nate Perlman. Jack Beck's your center. Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar are the guards. And Jake Millett and Ben Farabaugh, your bookend tackles. Panthers starting at the 33. Moving right to left from the right hash. Looking at nine men in the box. Wing T behind Milligan. Give us to Crawford. Room off the right side, left side rather for a couple, and he'll drive the pile out to the 37. Pick up four, and the Panthers will have to do it this way most of the night against the second-ranked state team uh, defense in the state. Defensive end Eni White. He's getting looks from Alabama and eight other schools at, the, at Division One. He is a d- high school All-American at one defensive end. Opposite him, Keon Wiley. He's a Penn State commit. In between and uh, up front... Uh, Ja'Shawn Whittington, David Johnson, linebackers Kenny Wo- uh, Wosley, Talik Burton, and Maurice Beverly will get to the rest of the defense in a moment. Here, second down and six. From the 36, Milligan gives to Barlow with a m- bit of room there, and he's grabbed there by the Catholic League MVP, Chief Maurice Barlow Beverly, one of your linebackers for the MOTEP. Khalif Kemp is one of your other outside backers. And in the secondary, you've got Jameer Reyes, uh, Rashawn Wright, Makai Sutton, and Ramir Stewart. In all, you've got nine players on defense with Division I offers. Fourteen players in all for Imhotep with Division I offers. And your two defensive ends, uh, you know, folks, it's a big deal for one player from the entire state of Pennsylvania to get an All-American nod. They have two on the same defensive line. Here we go. Third down and about five. Milligan to Crawford, cut back to the right. He'll push into a big pile of black jerseys out to the 42. It's going to be 41, I guess. All right, it's going to be fourth and two in decision time for Coach Clancy already here. We'll have to see. Well, the only thing that I would would feel good about is if they just try to draw him off and that doesn't work then punt it, but it looks like they're going to go for a play. Here we go, fourth and two. Panthers said we need to move the football and keep that defense on the field here. All right, wing to the right is Barlow. Crawford is your fullback. Milligan turns, gives, play fake outside the pocket. Milligan with a blocker in front, turns the corner at the 40. First down, banged out of bounds at the 46-yard line, but Sam Milligan has moved the chains for the Panthers out across the 46. Boy, not even an attempt to draw him offside. I'm, I'm impressed. I, I'm not too sure that's the way I would have run it, but they got the first down. And, you know, we, we talked about this before the broadcast started. The best defense that Haven has to keep the ball. Just keep the ball and keep driving and hopefully score. They'll go at the 47-yard line here in the opening drive. From the left hash in front of us here, and the give is to Austin Connor. Off the right side, Connor's going to run into a wall of tacklers after a short gain, maybe two. Maybe two if they give him the 49. Connor in place of Matt Schuler at the moment. Connor, a Division I recruit in his own right, but uh, doing it on the lacrosse field. Just a junior. He'll be back next year as well. 9-34, 9-33 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Panthers on the move here, second down and a long eight. Mason Green, tight end to the left, Perlman to the right. 
Wing right is Chase Barlow. Hard count this time. Quick hitter to Crawford. He's going to lower the shoulder. He's going to be driven backwards. But forward progress will give him the 50, turn it into third down and about seven. Now this is a passing down. We're going to see what they're going to try because uh, obviously the long plays are, are not something I think Haven came into the game saying, yeah, we're going to break some open for some big gains. It would be nice if it happens, but I don't think that's the plan. I would, you know. If you get four here on the ground, you keep <laughs> turn going. it to fourth yep. and three. Yep. You know, so passing against this secondary is awfully tough. Reyes, uh, Division One recruit there. You've got Division One offers on both corners as well and an all-public league safety at free safety. All right, here we go. Give inside is to Crawford and nothing doing. Yep. Big work there by Big 25. The sophomore, Jasir Whittington, got off his block. And it'll drop him for a loss of two. Fourth and nine upcoming, and the Panthers will have to bring on the punt team. Whittington just said, "We're not. you're not blocking me this time. Great job there by Jasir, just a sophomore. Has offers from West Virginia, Old Miss, Penn State, and others already. Just a 10th grader. All right, here we go. Sam Milligan will punt it away. He awaits the snap at his own 35-yard line. Meneker with a snap. No pressure there on Milligan, so he lets go. A high wobbler. It's going to take a hop and a good tep roll out there at, uh, across the 25-26, and Strathaven will down it right there. So they kept it away from dangerous return man Corey Downing, but uh, M.O. Tep's offense ready to rock and roll here. Michael Davis is your quarterback. Uh, Trey McLeod, your running back. Fullback is Maurice Beverly when they use him. R.J. Atkinson and Terrence Adams, your wide receivers. Jonathan Bagley, a third receiver, tight end as well. The line averages 311 pounds per man. It's Wooten at center. Gray and Graham are the guards. Uh, Kaleem Croswell and Amir Stinnett are your tackles. They mix in a number of other receivers and slot backs as well as they set up in their, as expected, spread eye formation. Adams and Atkinson to the right. Single receiver out to the left, wing to the left as well on first down. Motion man, and they run off the right side. This is McLeod, who's following his blocks across the 30-yard line, so a short gain of three. Nice work there by Anthony Crawford on the stop. Joining Crawford on the defense, Nate Perlman, Jason Williams, Ben Farabaugh, and Mason Green up front. Crawford and Fuscus are inside linebackers. Chase Barlow on the outside, and Sam Milligan steps in at strong safety. Austin Connor and Chase Nangle are your centers. Aiden Sutherland is your free safety, and it's second down and about seven upcoming after McLeod stopped for a gain of three. Pistol look this time. Bunch formation to the left. And a keeper here for Davis. Student body left. He's going to try to turn the corner. He's got first down yardage. He'll spin his way out to the 40-yard line, ridden down out there by a host of Strathaven tacklers. But nice work right there for a gain of 9 or 10. And nothing dramatic here. Just good, solid football, good, solid blocking. Haven's trying to keep their pace, pursue properly at the angles. Nothing, nothing particularly surprised here yet. Of course, it's very early in the game. Davis, just a sophomore, has eight touchdown passes on the air, but he's a running threat as well. Pistol look here, fullback on his right side and a tailback behind him. They give it to the tailback. This is McLeod up the middle for a few. Nice work there in the interior line. Again, Panthers reading it well, and Bob Fuscus drops him after a gain of maybe three or four, as it turns out. Again, you, it's one of those things where you get that big offensive line. Say, oh, this, you're making a tackle right at the point of attack. Nope, right. you're four yards downfield right. by the time right. you unpile. Second down and six. Imhotep moving left to right at their own 44-yard line here. 
6.15 to play here in a fast-moving first quarter. We are scoreless. First drive of the game for Tep. Pistol look, two receivers to the right. Davis barks out the signals, now looks to the sideline, perhaps changing the play. McLeod is behind him, and they give it to him. Off the left side, McLeod finds room off the left side, and now into the secondary. Sutherland breaks that tackle down the sideline at the 30, 25, and McLeod tumbles down inside the 15-yard line. Barlow finally caught up to him, but McLeod, who ripped off almost 300 yards rushing a week ago and three long scores, has them in the red zone at the 16-yard line. Yeah, that was that was all tap. I mean, it was just a great sweep outside. Blockers were out to lead the way, sealed off the linebackers, and had plenty of green. Gain of 44, Trey McLeod, just the sophomore. That's another one with multiple offers uh, already. West Virginia's in the mix. Ole Miss, Penn State, and the list will grow, I'm sure, over the next couple years. Two receivers to the right this time. On first and 10 from the 16, Davis gives McLeod off the left side again. He hurdles a man and then is going to go. There's going to be a flag. Yep. He may get a flag for that hurdle. Yep. You've got to keep Green one hand on the ground in high school yep. with a hurdle. All right. So hurdles his way to the 12, but I well, think this could be coming backwards here. So got some oohs and ahs from the crowd, and understandably so. You're going to get Yeah, it's a personal foul. All right. So. 15 yards back from the spot at the 14. We'll turn this into first and long for Tep. So, but yeah, Mason Green, it's not like Green was down on the ground. I mean, Green was... Yeah, no, it was a good hurdle, no doubt about it. He jumped about six feet in the air, but back to the 29-yard line it goes here. So another crack at it on first down for Imhotep. We'll try to keep you posted as we get scores from elsewhere. But here, tap now, first, first down and 23. Two receivers to the right, Adams and Atkinson. Now they shift to tight end. That's Bagley to the right. Pistol look here for Davis, first and 29. There will be McLeod straight up the – I'm sorry, that's the freshman who checked into the game. Short game there for Jabri Wallace-Coleman down to the 24. So – Say short gain, still picked up five. Nice work by Coleman in the interior line. Coleman with an offer from Temple. That's saying something. If your third string freshman running back has an offer already. Quick update from uh, Penn Trafford. Now leads 3-0, 9.31 to go in the first quarter there. All right. The winner of that one, Penn Trafford and Exeter. Exeter with a huge upset over Governor Mifflin a week ago. And so those District 3 champs looking to Take a short ride to Hershey next week. All right, second down and about 17. Two to the left, one to the right, and now uh, this is Stewart out of the Wildcat. Running off that left side into the secondary, cuts it back, and Ramirez Stewart still on his feet, breaking tackles inside the five and into the end zone for a touchdown. 24 yards later, Ramirez Stewart at Wildcat quarterback Rips off a bundle, and the Panthers had three or four Ramirez shots Stewart. at him, just oh, couldn't yeah. pull him down. Could, could, couldn't pull him down, couldn't stop him. I mean, he just, he, he would slow down for a second and pick up speed again, slow down, pick up speed, slow down, pick up speed, into the end zone. That's an all-league free safety, but uh, they mix him in. He had a big touchdown uh, to turn the tide uh, early in the season with a big uh, score against Pittsburgh Central Catholic in that uh, one of their very few close games this year. They played a brutal early season schedule, came out of it 2-1, and one, and uh, Imhotep now reaping the benefits. Two-point try upcoming here. Davis going for with Will Robinson on his left hip here. 
Bunch formation, two to either side. And they give on the stretch play to the left side, trying to turn the corner, and short of the end zone is Corey Downing on the jet sweep. Nice work there by Strathaven to knock him down. And that's, uh, who was that? That was Anthony Crawford on the stop, so two-point try, no good. We'll be back in just a moment, see if Strathaven can answer. 6-0 Imhotep, midway through the first on havenfootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. A 74-yard scoring drive for Imhotep on their first offensive series tonight. 6-0 after the two-point conversion failed, but Ramir Stewart's 24-yard run has Tep on top. All right, here we go. Short kick. It's going to take a hop to Barlow at the 15-yard line. Looking for room up the middle. He's tripped up there. Okay, late whistle. He tried to keep the foot going, feet going there, and had his hand on the ground, but they said the knee touchdown at the 27-yard line. Panthers with a long field in front of them. Well, I should say again, Strathaven. I apologize already that Imhotep and Strathaven have the same mascot. All right, here we go, Andrew. Uh, Bishop McDevitt and uh, Shanahan are tied at 7 apiece, 2.05 to go in the first quarter. All right, that's the 4A Eastern Final. Here in 5A, 6 nothing Imhotep. Strathaven trying to answer now from their own 27-yard line. 4.27 to go here in the opening quarter. Two tight ends and a wing tee. Motion man is Barlow. They play fake. Back is Milligan. Looking. Has a wheel route. Connor is out here, and it's incomplete. Just out of reach. Connor couldn't quite pull it in as closing fast was the corner. Number two, Rashawn Wright. Another update. Uh, Exeter takes the lead, 7-3 to three over... Pen Trafford. Pen Trafford right, with 403 to go in the game. In right. the first we're, we're quarter. Uh, right, here <laughs> Panthers had right. a shot there on the wheel route. Nice uh, pass protection as well. So Sam Milligan has been sacked only once this season. Knock on wood, and uh, it's not like they're dropping back very often. But here they set uh, Aiden Sutherland. Split end to the left. Mason Green checks out on second and 10. From the 27, give off the right side. This is Crawford. He'll bang his way out to the 27, 28 maybe. They're going to give him the 29, so a couple for Crawford. And Again, this is, uh, this is a team that's going to be just as big, strong, fast, and Keon Wiley is every bit of that, the Penn State recruit on the stop there. We've seen over the course of the season, Crawford, not too many times where the first man to hit him, they'll drop him. And yep. Tonight, you've got several guys that are just as big and strong. All right, third down and about eight for the Panthers from their own 29, trying to move the chains here. Barlow, slot to the left. Sutherland split to left. They look, fire to the outside, incomplete. A little too high that time as they were trying to hit Sutherland on the hitch route. He had some room, but off-targeted falls incomplete. Yeah, these are two passes that were not really uh, where they're either where they're supposed to be or where the receivers were. 
and uh, potential open. I mean, they could have made some yardage out of it. They're obviously going to have to make that work because they can't rely on the ground game, I don't think, tonight. Corey Downing awaits the senior at the 35-yard line for Imhotep. Sam Milligan will await the punt snap inside his 20. Second punt upcoming for Milligan, who averages 35.7 yards per punt. Takes the snap, steps into it, and high, booming kick. Downing's not, he's not going, no, he, there was no fair catch called for. Panthers, uh, oh, there was a little bit of a flinch there. I wouldn't say it was a distinct fair catch, but the Panthers were reacting to his right arm that just flinched a little bit. Caught him napping, but uh, the Panthers drop him after a seven-yard return. So, looked for a second, like a fair catch. The Panthers gave him room to catch it, and... Unfortunate uh, read there by the coverage team. Yeah, obviously the refs didn't think that he signaled a fair catch because you hit a guy after his fair catch, that's a penalty. Right. So, you know, it's it's a problem. So three white shirts surrounded him, but still seven on the return for Downing out to the 47-yard line. All right, here's Davis. Wing to the right, halfback on the right. Jet motion here, and they fake it to Adams. This is, Tom, uh, this is Davis, room off that left side, and they're going to work that left side until Strathaven stops it. They bang him out of bounds at the Haven 45. Gain of seven or eight on the play for Davis on the keeper. This is where, again, the Panthers, we talk about the balance they've had on offense with uh, Hurry up the offense. three-headed monster, but defensively they're missing Schuler tonight too. High formation on second down and two. Give and into the right in the middle of the line. The Panthers stack him up. Nice work there by... Couple of Panthers, Milligan and Fuscus, drop. No gain on the play. Uh, let's say no gain on the play for Trey McLeod. So Perlman in the mix as well, and it's going to bring up third down and two. Yeah, I, I will tell you the success has been on the ends. I mean, the, the Haven defense is, seems to be fighting one-on-one with that interior line and seems to be holding their positions. I'm not seeing a tremendous amount of movement in, in, on every given play. I mean, obviously there are times. But so far, they're holding their own. We'll see how long they can hold it up. Imhotep breaks the huddle now. Third down and two from the Strathaven 45. I formation, two tight ends for the first time. Davis under center. On the stretch play to the left side, and nice work there by McLeod. First down and more. He's banged out of bounds by Sutherland, but not before he picks up the 35-yard line. And another nine yards and a first down. So McLeod held in check on a few runs tonight, but he's up to five carries. For 58 yards already. Yeah, the only way you can really counter that when they're having success with it is try to flood the area when you see the ball going that way. That's easier said than done. But you just got to put more hats over there to, to, to offset the, the blocking leads that are going out. Uh, of course, if you shift wrong and, and they decide to run up the middle, you've got big gaps that they can run through. So it, it's a dangerous situation. All right. Split to the near side is R.J. Atkinson. Slot to the near side as well. Pistol look in on first down. It's McLeod. Lowers the shoulder and ridden down there like a, well, nice little wrestling takedown. A little snap and spin there for Anthony Crawford at the 34-yard line. Gain of maybe two for McLeod. Second down and eight. Strathaven trying to get a stop here on defense as we're at the 210 mark of this opening quarter. Which is, 6-0 in Motep. Which is going to be tough. There's no doubt we're in four-down territory, so you got to hold on for all four downs, and we're at second and eight now. So hang in there, guys. Atkinson split to the near side. Adams in the slot to the right. Davis in the pistol. Back to pass for the first time. Looking out to his right. Looking deep. Down the middle. Incomplete. On the post route. 
was Atkinson. Chase Nangle right on his hip. Ball overthrown just by a bit. And it'll bring up third down. And uh, I like the play call there, Mike. Like you said, four down territory. Take a shot downfield, and you still have two to play with Absolutely. if you're Imhotep. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Imhotep is just taking their time. They're not rushing when we're punting. They've got great confidence in their ability to, to, to run against us and to score. I think we, if we can make a statement here where they're not going to score every time they get the ball, I think that will be a big, big plus for us right now. So we'll see a third and eight and see how we do it. Nickel package in for the Strathaven defense. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left on third down and eight. In the gun is Davis. The sophomore takes the snap. Quarterback draw. Right up the middle he goes. 30, 25, first down. He's going to bang his way inside the 20 to the 19. A.J. Glavichick with the stop. But 14 more yards for Davis and a first down for Imhotep. Yeah, that, that hurts. And, and you know, there's a, a few ways to defend it. But if you're going to be looking to keep a man on the quarterback and get to him, that means you're going to be giving up something else. And this team is too good to give it up much. You really got to – the key to success on defense is guessing right. Well, if you figure that out, you'll let me know. Neither team has completed a pass yet tonight. Imhotep's are averaging 11 yards per carry. Strathaven averaging two. That's the story right Right now, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun look again here. Davis going to keep it. Oh, now this is Stewart out of the Wildcat. Nice work there by the Panthers. That's Barlow shooting in low and wrapping him up by the ankles. So Stewart on his last touch went 24 yards to the end zone. This time picks up maybe two. You know, I think if you look at the stats right now, you're going to see, you know, three-yard gain, four-yard gain, two-yard gain, 18-yard gain. I mean, it. you know, they, they've been – Haven's defense – has not been able to consistently slow the amount of gaining being done by TEP, and that's, of course, what TEP is relying on. They're very, very patient. They're more than happy to be at third and, and seven, third and six, and they'll just run it someplace else, and they'll get there first. Three wide receivers to the left here with 40 seconds to go in the opening quarter, and it's Stewart on the Wildcat snap again. He's going to cut in back towards the middle. Aiden Sutherland there to meet him, but he's near first down yardage. We'll see. He's going to be awfully close to picking up eight or nine here. We'll see if they put it it down at the six. Yep, first and goal to go. Nice work there by Stewart. Good read and big push there from the left side of that line. That's uh, Giovanni Graham, the senior. First and goal goal to go from the six. 20 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Tap threatening again. Here's Stewart again out of the Wildcat. He's going to keep it himself, spin his way out of trouble momentarily, but Barlow hangs on and drops him at the four. Just a two-yard gain for Stewart that time. Nice work right there by Barlow. Leading tackler coming in. He has over 100 tackles on the season, and that will do it for the first quarter. All right, well... Panthers and Panthers, <laughs> 6 nothing. Imhotep on top and threatening to go in again. Strathaven going to need three defensive stops when we come back in the second quarter. You're listening to the state semifinals in the PIAA 5A classification on havenfootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. 
Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to high school football right here at HavenFootball.net. Second quarter action ready to begin here. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play. Mike Mayer, Andrew Kaufman, and Pete Fulginetti doing all the hard work uh, here at HavenFootball.net. 6 nothing. Imhotep on top of Strathaven after one quarter and ready to snap it from the Strathaven 4 as we begin the second stanza. Second and goal to go from the four, and Strathaven, boy, if there was ever time for a turnover, this would be it. They got one last week against Rustin at the five-yard line. They've taken it away 26 times this year. Now would be as good a time as any. Here we go. Wildcat look at Stewart, who takes the snap. Up the middle he goes. He's going to bang his way into the end zone for the second time tonight. Imhotep on the board again with 11.53 to play here in the first half. Just good, strong, tough running from the 200-pounder. Yeah. It was nose-to-nose with Anthony Crawford there at about the one-yard line. Yep. and uh, just you, you need two guys forward. on him. I mean, yeah. you just, you're not going to drop that guy that often by yourself, particularly when he can see the end zone. I mean, that's just driving, driving. And, uh, you know, he even made him work for it, but they still succeeded. Now we've got to see some offense out of All us. right, same, uh, same formation here. Wildcat look on the two-point try. Here's Stewart trying to go bounce it outside, and absolutely not, says Chase Barlow. Two-point try, no good as Barlow blasts in and drops Stewart back outside the five. All right, 30. <laughs> score is 12-0, not 32-0. We've got to fix the scoreboard. Like, Wait a minute, I missed something. We'll keep it right here as uh, Strathaven moving left to right now to start this second quarter. We'll be... Uh, Looking to get something going on offense. Uh, through that first quarter of action, Strathaven just 17 total yards of offense for a team that comes in averaging, you know, eight yards, almost eight yards per carry and well over 300 yards a game in, on the ground. Not as an auspicious start. But, again, not entirely surprising either with the strength of the Imhotep defense. So the Panthers will need to string a pl- play or two together and... Again, some of that's going to have to come from the passing attack to maybe loosen things up a bit. Yeah, and, and, and you know, ball possession's been, you know, not terrific for Haven, but it, it hasn't been three and out, three and out, so that's good. Now we've got to kind of string some more plays together and got to get some score. This thing is certainly not out of hand yet, but uh, at 12 nothing, it's certainly a doable game. A 53-yard scoring drive capped there by Raheem Stewart's second rushing touchdown of the evening. And Imhotep ready to kick it away. McLeod steps into it, end over and kick, and you're going to get a flag beforehand, and you may get illegal procedure here. Back it up by five yards and try it again. So waiting for a signal, but looks from here to be the second penalty of the night on Imhotep. You're going to get a dead ball you know, off sides here. So Imhotep will kick it again after they move it back to the 35 and presumably will help Strathaven's <laughs> field position here. All right. 11.53 to play here before halftime. 12-0 Imhotep on the strength of two rushing touchdowns from number eight, Ramir Stewart. Just a junior, 205-pounder, has been fantastic in the secondary, but they've mixed him in down near the re- in the red zone often enough that he's been their go-to guy. All right, here's Trey McLeod ready to try it again. Barlow and Connor await. A high end over end kick this time. It'll come to Barlow at the 23-yard line. Looking for room up the middle. Cuts to his left on his feet across the 40. And he's undercut at the 42-43-yard line. Nice work there by Barlow. Shifty, shifty running to make people miss. And the Panthers with their best field position of the evening to start a drive. 
They'll snap it from the 43. Beautiful night for football, especially relative to last week. We are outside the booth, if you can hear over uh, the PA announcer. The speakers are right above us here at Ridley, but thanks again to Jack Signer, uh, the AD at Ridley, for getting us set up. Uh, Just a great night to watch some high school football. Wing to left, Austin Connor, two tight ends on first and ten. This is Barlow looking for room off the left side, and nope, not much doing, but wow, good effort by Barlow. That could have been a loss of two. Instead, uh, takes Eni White for a ride back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play, but White shot his way in there pretty quickly that time. Yeah, they're they're having as as we kind of expected. They're having trouble sealing off their blocks, holding their blocks against a very strong uh, Tep team. So, uh, you know, they're going to have to figure out a way to, to 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 stop the defense from moving just momentarily. Let their running backs get through. Two tight ends again. Wing T again. And the give coming this way this time is uh, Austin Connor trying to turn the corner and just too much lateral speed for the Tep defense. Eni White says no. This time back at the 40-yard line. White is uh, awfully fast going side to side there. And Austin Connor, no uh, no slouch uh, in the speed department. But look, White... There's a reason Alabama and, and Texas A&M right. and, and others are well, in the mix for his services we, next we, year. We had a block, and the block was held long enough normally, but because he was being chased down, there really wasn't anywhere for him to go. All right, so loss of a couple on the play there for Connor. It's going to be third and 13. Back at the 40-yard line. Now they split Mason Green far to the left side. And it's Milligan. Give us to Crawford. Running room, and he's into the secondary. 50 out to the 45-yard line. They spread him out, and then a quick trap play up the middle. Best run of the night for Crawford and the offense. Give him 15 and a first down. Yeah, that was a great play, great call, and executed very well. You know, Tep is giving them some some gaps if, if Haven can get there and seal off the various linebackers. That was a case where they did. I don't know if that formula works consistently, but it's certainly something to look at. All right. Panthers snap it from the 46. Ready to go here. They shift Barlow into the backfield. They fake it to him and rolling to his right is Milligan. Looking, stops, cuts it back. Under heavy pressure now, and they're going to... Got him by the ankle, still on his feet. And what a job by Milligan to get back to the line of scrimmage, avoiding the sack. He'll actually pick up half a yard to the 45. Yeah, that was an amazing run. That'll that'll be on our play of the game feature only because he... That could have been a five, six-yard loss. Easy. We mentioned it already. Milligan's only been sacked once this year, and uh, that one should have been number two right there. Yep. The, the Tep defenders are just beside themselves right now, although, saying, "Oh, we had him." Although the bad news is for us, that was a, that would have been a coverage sack because Milligan just didn't find anybody that was open enough to throw to. Second down and ten for the Panthers from the MO Tep forty-five. Under center is Milligan, and on the counter, this is Barlow, who cuts it back, but Mm. waiting for him right there is number four. That's uh, Talik Burton. Nice job by Burton staying home and got some help from Whittington later. Burton is tough. I mean, most kids in past games would have just been run right over on a play like that. Third and eight eight as Barlow goes for just two. So Barlow with... uh, yeah, you, you have oh, an injury. injury. I think you have an injury for Imhotep here, so they're going to take a moment and blow this thing dead and give everybody a breather. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on the injury issue uh, and take a short time out with them. All right, so both teams heading to the sideline as they deal with an injured player. We'll be back in just a moment. 8.37 to play to go before halftime. Strathaven on the move on havenfootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit. 
or PNC Total Auto. A place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight. To search for a new house within your budget. PNC. Make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. All right, welcome back to Ridley High School. Imhotep leading Strathaven, 12-0, 837 to play here in the second quarter. And uh, Strathaven on the move into Tep territory for the second time tonight, but it'll be third and eight from the Imhotep 43-yard line. Burton shaken up on that last play, but will stay in the game for Imhotep. But the game was actually paused because there's a drone uh, that was directly over top of the field, and I think the officials are still going to wait uh, to put this ball back in play until that drone disappears. It's, it is against PIA rules yeah, to fly is, a drone over an active yep, field. It is out, uh, outside. We'll say it's outside the stadium, but still, this is... Uh, <laughs> And, and I'm not sure who's flying it or how they would find out uh, that we're not playing anymore until you... <laughs> when the PIA announced the yeah. rules, I said, and how are you going to enforce this? Yeah. Just stop the game? So, yeah, here we're everybody in the stadium with the uh, 8.51 mark of this second quarter just sitting there watching uh, a drone fly side to side over the west end zone. So we'll keep, uh, <laughs> keep it going. All right, now we're ready to go. All right, third and eight for Strathaven. They need a play here. Wing to the right, Barlow shifts to the backfield. Wing left now is Austin Connor. It's Barlow off the left side, looking for running room into the secondary, and he's near first down yardage. It'll be fourth and about a yard and a half, and the Panther offense, of course, will stay on the field here. Barlow picks up six. Do you think Do you think Coach Clancy is willing to try a quarterback sneak against this, this giant front line? I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, not this, sure. This yeah. would be anybody else. That would be the call. Fourth and a yard and a half here. Barlow, four carries for just 10 yards so far. Panthers averaging not even three yards per carry so far here. Fourth and a yard and a half. Milligan under center. Turns. It's Barlow one more time. First down yardage. He bangs his way inside the 35 to the 33. Excellent job on the left side of that line and Barlow. Good leverage getting low there. Picks up five and a first down. Okay, so he didn't do a quarterback sneak. We figured that one out beforehand. All right. Five carries for 15 yards for Chase. 25 touchdowns, over 1,300 yards on the ground coming in, but we knew it would be tough sledding tonight. Oh, yeah. Panthers are going to have to live with maybe three yards at a time here, but fresh set of downs from the 32. Fake to Barlow this time, first and 10, back to pass. Milligan wants it all deep down the middle and incomplete. Double coverage there, looking for Chase Nangle out in the pattern, but probably the best thing that he overthrew it because well, there was I, no I, room for Nangle. Yeah, there was. There, he, he did just let go of the ball. He was under some pressure. Quick update from Shanahan and McDevitt. Shanahan leads 14 to 7, seven and a half to go in the half. Okay, Bishop Shanahan trying to get the Chessmont to a state final for the first time in quite a while. Here, Central League trying to get two teams to Hershey yep. tonight and tomorrow. Both these games right here at Ridley High. Second down and 10 from the 32, Milligan. Turns, give is to Austin Connor. He's going to poop his way inside the 30. And, oh, boy. Almost broke that one for a few yards. You called it, Mike. He was uh, a shoestring tackle near the line of scrimmage. 
or that could have gone for a bunch more. Connor picks up maybe four. I, I will tell you, my observation right now is is Haven's given as good as they're getting. Well, I mean, it's, you know, Tep knows they're in a bit of a struggle here. Now, of course, they're up by 12 nothing. Uh, but but boy, a touchdown here for Haven would really give him some strength and some momentum. Four down territory here, third down and six from the 29. T formation behind Milligan. Quick hitter to Crawford and not much doing that time. Excellent job shooting in off the edge was Eni White and lots of support in the middle as well. I was so Crawford just nowhere to go with Burton and White all over him. I was waiting for that call. I was wondering how it was going to play out. I think you got to make that call when nobody expects it because otherwise they're just pinching down so hard on the inside of that defensive line. There's really nowhere to go. That's a good play call on a first and ten or something where no, you know they don't have to cover the middle so hard. Maybe a hard count here. Fourth and six. Yep. Try to get it to fourth and short. We'll see what happens. All right. Split end to the right is Aiden Sutherland. Wing to the right is Barlow. On fourth and six. From the 29, Milligan back to pass. Stops, fires the flat. It is incomplete. Undercutting that route was Reyes. He had green in front of him if he pulls it in. But Reyes, the Division One recruit there, nearly picked it off. Incomplete it falls. Strathaven turns it over on downs. Yeah, and we talked about this during the season. It is very difficult to not pass hardly at all, even though you don't have to. Right. And then come into a game like this and expect that to work. And, that, and that's always been my concern. You know, if you're not, and I know you don't want to throw against teams when you're beating them soundly because that's just not fair. But by and large, you should be mixing passes in at all times. And then when it gets out of hand in your leading, and then you can stop. All right, here we go. Imhotep first down from the 29-yard line. They lead it 12 nothing. Three wide receivers, jet motion here, and they give it to Adams, looking for him off this left side. Cuts it back to his right, and this is Adams dragging tacklers across the 35 to the 38-yard line. Brings up second down and maybe a yard. Good work on the jet sweep from Adams. Haven Haven played it reasonably well. They stretched it out, but then he turned around and cut back inside, and, of course, the whole team was moving to the outside, and there was eight yards to go before he got tackled. Second and about a yard here from the 38. Imhotep moving right to left in front of us. Two receivers bunched to the right and a split that way as well. Now the stretch play to the freshman trying to turn the corner and absolutely not, says Sam Milligan. Throws him for a loss. Back at the 33-yard line, down goes Jabri Coleman. Boy, this, this is a big third down for Haven. You got third and seven. And you're down to uh, Taps 32, 33. So now you're going to have a situation where if you can hold it to a one or two yard gain, they really have to punt it because I don't think they want to turn it over to to Haven at this stage of the at, at this close to the field. 4:55 and counting to play before halftime. Here's Michael Davis in the shotgun. Two receivers to his left, one to his right, and a halfback on his hip. Back, looking to his left, looking, looking, fires to the flat. It's complete here to Coleman at the 35, and he's tripped up. I think shy of the first down. We'll see. Milligan in the open field got a hold of him, and it's going to be fourth and a yard. Fourth and a yard. Nice work there on the completion, but good tackling for Milligan. That's the first completed pass of the evening for either team. I got to tell you, I would just run the quarterback right up the center and get the first down. I I don't think Imhotep ever fears gaining a half a yard on a given play. Saki Miles, the fullback, checks out. 
may go Wildcat here. Nope, they're going to go I formation. Under center is Michael Davis. Fourth and one. Strathaven needs a stop. Davis on the quarterback. Keeper will drive forward and ride that big offensive line to the 41 and a first down. Gain of just two, but enough to move the chains. And the Panther Panther offensive line for Imhotep getting the job done there. And now you've got an injury for Strathaven. Defensive lineman. Looks like Jason Williams may be shaken up. That's not good. He's one of the anchors of that team. All right. We're going to take a short timeout right here and be back in just a moment. Stick with us. You're listening live to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent-Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Welcome back to Ridley High School State Semifinal Action. Imhotep on top of Strathaven 12-0 here, and the stadium unfortunately has gone silent here with 4.03 to play here in the second quarter. Uh, Strathaven defensive tackle Jason Williams down with what appears to be a pretty significant injury. So we're not going to speculate beyond that, but we hope the best for Big 72. And uh, We do have an update here. Getting plenty of attention from uh, medical staff on both sides, and uh, we'll, we'll hope for a quick uh, resolution and good, good health here for Jason. A couple good. of updates. Shanahan leads Bishop McDevitt 14-13. to 13. The extra point was blocked. 409 to go in the half there. And Penn Trafford is ahead of Exeter 24 to 7 with 412 to go in the game. That game. Okay, the District 7 champs out of the the Whippeal, Pittsburgh area, and uh, taking care of Exeter. Exeter, I mean, that's gonna be hard to coming off a win over Governor Mifflin, who has been the top ranked team yep. in the state all year. You, you you know pulled that game out of the fire to try to get everybody uh, fired up for a second week in a row, even with the stakes of, hey, we can go play for the state final. But uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a lot to ask, and Penn Trafford certainly no slouch as well. All right, so uh, just to give you a quick idea here, it's still uh, you know, no game action in front of us. You have Jason Williams for Strathaven, and there's actually an ambulance that's going to uh, cart him off. Uh, so he's, he's going to be uh, okay. This looks to be a lower body injury, but... Um, Significant enough that the Panthers aren't taking no chances. And, uh, again, just a unfortunate, unfortunate situation here. You don't like to see any injuries of any kind, but... Uh, no, but, you know, when you think about it, you had that the quarterback sneak essentially on a, on a fourth and, 
and one, and boy, that's when those bodies pile up, and suddenly you got you know fifteen hundred pounds of the bodies falling, and if if your ankle is turned funny or if your foot is sitting in a certain way, and suddenly you get that kind of weight on it, it doesn't take a whole lot to do just not comfortable stuff to it. They are bringing out a stretcher. They're going to put them on that and then uh, take them to the hospital for observation. All right. So let's. uh, It looked like on that play to me that he just got rolled up on with all all the bodies of the Imhotep line and the Strathaven line. Everybody kind of just was all in the same area trying to make the stop, but he just got rolled up on and very unfortunate that this injury is as serious as it is. Well, we as it looks. Yeah. Well. Right when now. you get rolled up, a lot of times that can be a very temporary thing. I mean, it feels like you you know you're, you can't walk on it, and the pain is. But it can, you know, if it's muscle, it can it can heal fairly quickly. But if there's something more, we'll have to deal with it. So we'll see. No way to tell from here, and we wouldn't tell you anyway. That's right. <laughs> we don't uh, <laughs> we speculate. Don't we don't sp- speculate on injuries. We can uh, just assure you he's not going to be playing for the rest of the night. No, no. And again, you heard the, from the crowd a little bit of a gasp when. Uh, the ambulance pulled onto the field. So, uh, interruption here, but uh, understandably so. And uh, Jason Williams now getting a huge hand from the crowd here as he hops up on one foot and uh, it's going to be taken by ambulance uh, over to the local hospital here. And so we'll hope, uh, hope for a good good outcome here for Jason. But in the meantime, Ben Farabaugh and Ethan Barrar will have their hands full in the middle of that line. Yep. And uh, may see... Jake Millett or Aiden Williams in there as well to help uh, try to slow things down for the Imhotep offense. So we'll keep an eye on this one as we go. Yeah, only four minutes left in the in the first half, and you know this is a twelve zero score. The biggest issue is is Haven is is getting some momentum, but it's very slow, and then they can't continue it. Um, this, of course, will be the third possession for Imhotep. They have not. They have not failed to score on each of their possessions. So, they, but the good news, and I think this is good news for one half of football, they've only had the ball three times, and right. I think that's that's saying something to, to Haven's number one philosophy, which is keep the ball. Yeah, they've moved, they've moved the chains. I mean, three first downs for Strathaven, and uh, able to get things uh, going momentarily. But two drives have stalled. They've turned it over on downs uh, once, and a couple of punts as well. So uh, the Panthers going to wish their buddy uh, well here. Some high fives here before they cart Jason Williams off. So uh, Panther defense going to have to get the get some energy back, and uh, maybe a big play here on first down here would do just that. Matt Schuler's even heading out onto the field here as uh, Schuler out of the lineup tonight. If you're joining us late, he was injured in the second quarter last week in the game against Ruston. That was. Uh, really was a game changer. Strathaven seemed to be in control uh, at the point that Schuler went out, and then suddenly, right. uh, you know, it went down to the wire, of course, and made for a very entertaining and exciting yeah. finish. But, well, uh, they even had a few opportunities to pretty much put it away, and they just could not get it. On the could other hand, last week in the state playoffs, how about Imhotep? 42-7 to over Erie Cathedral yeah. Prep. who would have thought that? Yeah, I mean, that we, everybody thought that'd be a tight one, but... Um, Erie Cathedral Prep and, and Imhotep have some history. Uh, they met four times in a row in the state finals between uh, 2015 and 2018. Tep won the first one 40-3, their only state title. Um, but, you know, three times in a row after that, Erie Cathedral Prep knocked them out. So, you know, if you look at the last several years here for Imhotep, 
Um, you know, they played Strathaven in the opening weekend uh, in 2012. Oh, yeah. Was and that game was 26 to 13 at halftime. And by the time we left, uh, Tep had put 40 plus on in yeah. the second half. Well, the was, third quarter was just brutal. Yeah. He scored 35 points in the third quarter. Yep. Uh, but after that, from, from 2012, they lost in the state semifinals to Wyoming Missing. Then how about this run since? Lost in the state final to South Fayette in 2013. 2014, lost in the state quarters to Archbishop Wood. 2015, they win it all, undefeated. 2018, 2016, back to the state finals, lost to Cathedral Prep. Same thing happened 2017 and 2018, ran all the way to the state finals before losing, and then lost in the state quarters to Dallas in 2019, and of course 2020 uh, interrupted most teams' uh, season, and Tep played four games in April to at least get uh, those seniors uh, a chance to get some uh, some game film out to coaches and, you know, give these underclassmen a, a look at it. But, you know, you look at this season for Imhotep, uh, they certainly challenge themselves in the early season. How about this non-league schedule? They would go all the way out to Pittsburgh to take on Pittsburgh Central Catholic. They won that one 12-6. Then they take on the powerhouse DeMatha out of Maryland where, uh, you know, alumni like Brian Westbrook and Chase Young and so many others uh, DeMatha uh, on the wrong end of that one. Tep wins that one 14-10. Uh, then they came back the following week and take on LaSalle, who a lot of people think is maybe one of the best four, six, uh, top four teams in the state this mm-hmm. year. Uh, unfortunately, they have to come out of uh, either um, they have to come out of District 12 in 6A, and uh, St. Joe's Prep won the rematch this year. Uh, but LaSalle took care of uh, Tep to give them their only loss back in week three, 13-8. So aside from that, uh, you know, 13's the most points they've given up all year, after, which is, is pretty stunning, this defense, uh, as advertised so far, holding Strathaven right now to just 45 yards through the first two and a half quarters here, or uh, uh, one and a half quarters, as we're at the 4.03 mark here in the second quarter. All right, Jason Williams is headed to the hospital. We will say a quick prayer for him that that is a... Um, Hopefully looks more serious than it is, but we do not know right now. All right, first and ten in Hotep. The Pan- Strathaven needs to collect their collect themselves and find a way to slow down this Tep offense. They'll snap from the 41-yard line. Shotgun look here for Mikel Davis. Two wide receivers to his right, and they give on the counter back to the left side. McLeod trying to turn the corner. Cuts up field at the 45. Cuts back at midfield. 45-40, and he's going to be dragged down by Milligan at the 31-yard line. Boy, yeah. Panthers looked like they had him hemmed in, and yep. McLeod just does not need much space to scoot through. They really did. They were pursuing him, too. The Panthers were pursuing him, had him in their sights, and he just suddenly turned up field, and they you know, left him in their dust. There just wasn't anything they could do. 28 yards later, McLeod has them the first down. He had 243 last week, 293 last week in the win over Erie Cathedral Prep. Now it's first and 10 at the Strathaven, 31 Pistol look. Two receivers to the right. It's McLeod one more time off that left side. And the Panthers waiting for him that time. They'll drop him for a loss. Barlow stops him back at the 33. Well, you know, this this is interesting because the Panthers are playing reasonably well every third play. That's the problem. (laughs) And, and of course, it's not that the Panthers aren't playing well. It's that they're being beat primarily by Tep in in these maneuvers. So... It's, uh, but you know, there, there's hope. That if, if they can, if they can get out of this half with a 12-0 score, I would say, yeah. guys, you got a got a game to play. Panthers, uh, I have to stop saying Panthers. They're both the Panthers. Strathaven needing to stop here. Second down and eleven. 
Pistol look for Michael Davis and Imhotep. Back to pass, firing out to the right flat. It's complete here to Atkinson. He's got oh. room. He's pulling away at the 20, the 15, and R.J. Atkinson will go 32 yards to pay dirt. Touchdown, Tep, with 2.37 to go in the first half. As that play started to develop, it looked like it was going to be trouble from day one. Davis right on the money in the right flat there, and Atkinson, he's your leading receiver coming in with 20 catches on the season. Five receiving touchdowns will make it six now. As he goes the distance, just made one man miss, and then just speed, speed, speed to burn. Atkinson is... 6'3", 200 pounds. That's the other thing. Even the receivers are big. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just big, big targets. This this is built like a college team, no doubt about it. Davis in the shotgun. Motion is Beverly. And they give it on. Nope, keeping it himself. On the counter, coming the other way is Downing. They faked everybody out. Two-point try is good for Tep for the first time tonight. And suddenly, Imhotep on top, 20 to nothing. Just 2.37 to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a short timeout, see if Strathaven can answer. Imhotep pulling away right now. See if Strathaven can turn it around on havenfootball.net. After the game, don't forget to check out the best high school football website, havenfootball.net. You'll be able to check scores around the Central League, as well as key teams throughout Pennsylvania in the PIAA system. Havenfootball.net, for great game statistics and articles. If you're into Haven football, or simply high school football, there is no better place to be than havenfootball.net. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. 32-yard touchdown pass from Mikel Davis to R.J. Atkinson. Has Tep on top 20 to nothing after the two-point try. Here's a short squib kick. It's angling to the far sideline and nearly picked up by yep. Tep. Almost like an onside kick, but got through that first line, but rolls out of bounds harmlessly. And a uh, nice break there for Strathaven. Is, that could have been big trouble with just 2.37 to go yeah, that, before half. very aggressive play. I mean, him to- Tep is basically saying, you know what? We'll get the ball. We'll score with two and a half minutes left, the- and you guys are done. <laughs> well, they're, they're hoping. <laughs> I don't know that that was necessary intentional all of his kicks have been kind of a toe poke at the heart of the ball well if that was intentional that was one of the best unintentional attempts to to get the ball back on a kickoff that i've seen in a while all right so mcleod's kick goes out of bounds tack on the five yards from the spot and strathaven first and 10 at their own 43 two tight ends wing t behind milligan on first down, they go counter crisscross, giving it to Barlow, and nothing doing that time. Barlow driven backwards after a two-yard gain. Barlow helped up. Slow to get up, but uh, he seems okay. Gain of just two for Barlow as Austin Connor handed it to him. Well, you got to hand it to Haven. They are definitely putting everything out there they, that they've been successful with. Yeah. A few uh, things yeah. have been good. A few things have worked for them. Yeah. I mean, again, they've had their moments. Moving the ball and keeping the ball, working the clock a little bit, but still 20 nothing Imhotep here on second down and eight. This is Crawford off the right side, and he's, oh boy, mm. tripped up by his own man, unfortunately, and gain of just a yard for Big Anthony and brings up third down and seven. We have an injured uh, Tep player on the field. Uh, that's not field. good. All right, too many uh, too many injuries. Oh, well, we got some and big boys in there. So. Season. Yeah, and this is Burton, who's uh, who was hobbled earlier in the game momentarily. And uh, let's hope he's 
Okay, this is your inside linebacker, Talik Burton, the senior, 215-pounder. He's trying to get up, and, but it uh, hurts. This also looks like a, a lower body injury, and mm-hmm. we'll keep it right here for the moment with 149 to play here before halftime. So Strathaven, again, you know, averaging 37 points per game. They've been blanked so far tonight and uh, trying to turn it around, knowing full well they have to kick the ball to tap uh, yep. to start the second half, yep. too. Yep. Andrew? A couple of quick updates. Halftime between Shanahan and McDevitt. That's a 14-13 game in favor. Whoa. Bishop Shanahan and Wyomissing leads Newman Garetti 14-6 at the half. All right, a couple of close ones at the 4A level and the 3A level. Here in the 5A Eastern Final, 20-0 Imhotep. Talik Burton off under his own power, so a good sign there for Imhotep, their senior inside linebacker. But uh, making some changes here and just go to the next guy on the depth chart who's (laughs) awfully good as well. Strathaven now third down and about seven. Wing T for Milligan here and the gives to Barlow off the left side. He'll push the pile near midfield. So it'll turn it into fourth down and about three. Clock ticks. 131 now. There, Okay, I was going to say, there's your timeout. I was going to say, if uh, Imhotep wants the ball back before halftime, they may burn one here, and they did. So good work there by head coach uh, Devin Johnson on on that. And I mentioned, uh, I don't know if I mentioned on the air, or or shortly before on the air, we got Strathaven alumni over on that far sideline. Former Panther running back and defensive back Pat Fisher uh, has been on the TEP staff for a couple of years now, so good to see him before the game. Pat was, uh, oh boy, I'm going to test myself here. Graduate, I want to say that was around 2013 or so. When did he graduate? If, I'm going to have to look that one up. If you called me earlier, I would have told you. I want to say that's maybe 2013, 2012, 2013 on those teams in that neighborhood there uh, on the on the calendar. Uh, Pat went on to play at University of Pittsburgh after that. Walked on and had a nice career there. Well, now we, on the Imhotep staff. Are we going for it here? Yep. Fourth and three. Panthers trying to get something going here before halftime. Trying to move the chains. They'll snap it from the midfield stripe. All right. Here we go. Two tight ends. Wing to the left. Is Austin Connor. Hard count from Milligan. He's going to turn. He steps nope. back. Imhotep flinches but doesn't actually jump. And now you're going to get a timeout from Coach Clancy and uh, think things Good over Good discipline. Here. Good discipline. Excellent work there from Imhotep not to jump out on the hard count. And uh, Coach Clancy, I don't know if he's going to bring the punt team on. He may keep it uh, right here and say, look, I where is. I think you bury him as far back as you can. Yeah. I mean, I, there's always a risk with a punt, but. And and Hota may, may may go ahead and try to rush this one. I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah, try to get a block, maybe. Yep. yep. So right. it's yeah. It's, these are the kind of things that keep coaches awake at night. <laughs> well, you know, the, coaches as far as uh, being awake at night. Strathaven knew coming in that it's, it would take uh, you know uh, fantastic sustained drives. Uh, you know, you'd need. Uh, you know, I was I was talking with Dan Schaefer during the week. I said, remember one year we were at Ridley. Obviously, a very different opponent. We we're taking on Ridley. You remember that twenty-two play drive <laughs> where mm. Elijah Cruz scored? Uh, you know, and, and they chewed up the entire first quarter to do it. You're going to need a couple of those and probably a couple of turnovers. Well, but, we're going for it again. All right, here we go. Fourth and three for Strathaven from midfield, trying to keep the clock moving here before halftime. Give us to Crawford off the right side. He's got it. Well blocked off the right side. Beautiful <laughs> job, Jake Millett. 
and Chase Barlow leading the way. And Crawford powers down to the Imhotep 45-yard line, gain of five and a first down. Now the Panthers want to hustle here. Yeah, I'd like to see a pass, quite frankly. 119, 1-18 to play here before halftime. Strathian with two timeouts in their pocket. They'll snap it from the Tep 45-yard line. Tep with just six in the box. It's Barlow off the left side. He's going to bang his way to maybe the 30, sorry, the 42, and not much else. Then you got whistles afterwards. Okay, Burton came out with the football, but it was already blown dead. All right, so now... That'll stop the clock momentarily, I think, maybe just to retrieve the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, that uh, Strathaven catch, catches a break there that Burton ran the ball down the field and dropped it. They'll reset the ball and then the re- start the clock. Stop. Second down Second and, and about seven after Barlow went for three. Quick hitter to Crawford and, and nothing, nothing doing this time. Great job inside by Whittington. Boy, he just, just blew up. Yep, Jasir Whittington just Good handling leading. people in the middle of that line on that one. Not much going on. Timeout, Strathaven on third down and nine. 44 seconds to play here before half. Yeah, you know, the the reality is you're not going to march 45 yards down the field in in a minute on the clock. I mean, not not against Tap. You know, I mean, you could get a big breakout, but the only big breakout you're going to get is a decent pass where he's he's open enough and he can kind of get find his way into the end zone. I don't. Yeah, you know, well, I just don't see a running play that's so going to get you. Here's the challenge, and, and you're, you, you, we don't know it because you've only seen four pass attempts so far. Believe it or not, the strength of this TEP defense is their secondary because you've got two pass rushers at, at end that are just tremendous uh, and and four cover guys back there who, you know, that's, that's the strength of their defense. So they want teams to pass. The, most of the teams that TEP played this year were spread offenses that threw it all over the field. And... You know, they've only done it to the tune of six points per game. So Strathaven felt like their best option, like this would be the best matchup, that they could run the ball perhaps. But not too many. Well, really, nobody's thrown it well. All right, here we go. But third down and nine. Back to pass is Milligan. He wants it firing down in the near side and is incomplete, nearly intercepted. Yep. Barlow on the wheel route and Reyes stride for stride. Nope. Didn't get his head around fast enough or he'd have had his fifth pick of the season. Yeah, that, that ball to throw it properly, quite frankly, had to be thrown a good five to seven yards beyond him and, and see if one of them can get to it. Fourth uh, and nine for Strathaven now as yeah. uh, Milligan 0 for 5 throwing it and there has really been nobody open. <laughs> no. So they'll, was... uh, they'll punt it away this time. Fourth and nine from the 44-yard line. They're in punt formation. Tep may decide to come after this one. Sam Milligan back they do punt. not send anybody deep to return this one. Milligan will step into it. No pressure on that one. It will line drive to the 15. Takes a hop of the 10. Panthers in great position. And Brandon Miller downs it at the four-yard line. Great work there by the senior special teams ace. To get off his block and make a stop there at the four. I, I, I think you may see a knee taken by Tap. I think they're going to just say, well, we'll get the ball first, take a knee, let's everybody go in healthy. Yeah. We'll get the ball and see how we do. Well, they're 96 yards away from another touchdown here. Not to say they can't do no, it. McLeod busted one for 80 yards on a score last week in the win over Erie Cathedral Prep. That, and that was the touchdown that kind of broke that game open. Yeah. Uh, but. I agree with you, Mike. I'd be surprised if they did anything but uh, take a knee. Panthers seem to think so as well. All right, and they yeah. snap, and they take a knee, and that'll that'll do it. All right. Well, clock will melt here on the first half. 20 seconds, 19 seconds, and Panthers 
for both teams. We'll head to the locker rooms. Imhotep feeling a little bit better than Strathaven, though. Yep, 20 yep. to nothing. Imhotep, your District 12 champions. State finalists five of the last seven years are trying to make it six for eight, and they're 24 minutes from doing just that. So stick with us. We'll be back for some halftime chatter. We'll have Pete Fulginetti joining Andrew and Mike. And, and that is the end of the first See if the, the District 1 champs can draw up something score. in the halftime locker room to turn this one around. Glad you're joining us live or on the archive. Thrilled to have you for the state semifinals on havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sammy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Welcome back to Ridley High School, Phil Marion Field, where the score is Strathaven 0 and Imhotep 20, not unexpected. It was going to be that kind of a game. We thought it would be very, very tough for Haven to be able to do something. And uh, Pete, are you on the mic? Don't know. Mike, can you hear me? Yep. Let me turn you up a little bit. Yeah, let's turn that up a little. Try that. Okay. So anyway... um, it, it's Pete. It's been kind of what we expected, you know. It, the good news is, you know, it doesn't look like they're just rolling over the Panthers. But on the other or the Panthers, they're both Panthers yeah, right. rolling over Strathaven. They're just a superior ball club. I mean, that's that's what it looks like. Well, Mike, when you line up and you're staring across the line at seven Division One players, it, it's really not a fair match. I mean, it's another level of football, you know, but. Uh, I mean, the Panthers haven't embarrassed themselves. They, they've made Embotech 
work for their scores. They haven't broken a 90-yard run. Right. You know, they've been they've made them three, four-minute drives. They've made them work for it. And when they've had the ball, the Strathaven Panthers have had the ball. They, you know, they've moved the ball slowly, two yards, three yards, but they just can't break through because there's just you get past that first guy and there's three more faster guys waiting for you. It's really tough. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, what, what you're seeing is if we can get past the interior line, you know, the, the linebackers fill very aggressively and very well. And if we manage to slip through there, which we've only done once or twice, you know, the corners and safeties are closing down really quick, and they've got great speed all the way around. The corners so, and safeties are all Division One prospects, too. Yeah. You know, it's it, the whole field is just lined with players that, that are just outstanding. And, uh, you know, they're doing – Strathaven is hanging with them nicely. They're not embarrassing themselves, but it's, it's, really, a, 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 it's really a mismatch. Yeah, it's and but you know if you're watching it, it's not a terrible mismatch because the big plays aren't there. You know the good plays are there, but Haven has made some nice plays. Uh, and Hotep has certainly made some nice plays. Um, it's just that you know when you get down to the end zone and, and you're in the red zone and you know it's they're just there's nothing you can stop them with. You can't the average the average gain I think Brian I'd like said I'd was like nine to give, yards. I'd like to give a shout out to Chase Barlow. He's played. An unbelievable game tackling. He's made two tackles on two-point conversions to keep Emotep out of the uh, end zone twice. Right. And uh, he's rushed the ball. He's just an outstanding football player. Yeah, Tap obviously has no f- extra point kicker, so they do all two-point conversions. And out of three touchdowns, they've only managed well, to Mike, make that once. Well, Mike, they're usually so far ahead of their opponents, they don't need a one-point conversion. Well, but they had a couple of close games. I mean, having yeah. a field goal kicker would have been nice, but they may not have the ability to do that or just not yeah. care. If that's um, a weakness, it may be their only yeah, weakness. Yeah, it, it may be. The, well, it, it's not a weakness if you're scoring 60 points a game. Yeah. You don't need your You know, we, we, look, we've held them to 20 points. You know, that, that is not an embarrassing number for a half of football. No, my, my bigger concern right now is we haven't been able to show any consistent driving on offense. And, you know, we if we hold them to these 20 points for the next two quarters, that's wonderful. But if we can't score, we lose. So, well, Crawford, um, during the regular season, when Crawford would break through those lines, he would get 20, 30 yards yep. because there was nobody back there. If he does break through the immediate line, the linebackers are waiting for him. And if by some chance he gets through the linebackers, the, 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 the corners are there waiting right, for him. So right. it's just too much manpower to, to, to overpower, really. Right, right. Well, and, and they've been trying some passing, but like we said during the broadcast, you know, if you're going to pass extremely rare during your season and then come out here and start throwing five, six, seven times. It's like, guys, really? And and their Empotep's corners are so quick and fast. If you start passing a lot... They've had a couple of open open, uh, uh, Strathaven players and, uh, you know, uh, we just couldn't get to them. But again, you know, we don't pass a lot and when when you try to pass against a better coverage team... It's really tough because it's tough to see who's open and, and make the right decisions. I think so far Milligan has done an outstanding job on decisions, and it's hard to tell whether his passes were overthrows intentionally or whether he just misjudged where the receiver was. I suspect it's been a combination of both, but there hasn't been much. He, he had one good, solid, potential open receiver that he just overthrew. Um, but other than that, you know, there haven't been great openings, you know, and we're certainly not seeing the kind of plays where – uh, Schuler would go deep, and suddenly he's you know ten yards beyond anybody. It'd been interesting to see if Schuler had been healthy enough to play. What his Schuler would have helped a little bit. I, you might need four or five Schulers tonight. You know, 
Well, you need you need shoulders and you need somebody that can block for them. I mean, yeah. we, we have the blockers, but I'm not too sure it's going to be effective. You know against- what, Mike? I, I'd like to say something. Okay. When we had our first game up in our press box over at Strathaven, I think it was uh, the 22nd or the 23rd of August, we were sitting there in our shorts with the fan on, sweating. Yep. Did you think we would be sitting here three weeks before Christmas in December still watching Strathaven no, football? No, I, I really thought that if we could get – I was really hoping we'd get in the playoffs and, and win one, maybe two playoff games. Never thought yes. we'd take districts. It's been an amazing season. And we almost didn't take districts. That was one close game. Last week. Yeah. Well, that, that game was one. And I, I hated to miss it. I was I was with family down in Virginia, but I was listening. And it was an amazing game. It really was. So, you know, so it's been a great year, whatever happens tonight. And, you know, look, when you get into states and you start playing teams, I mean, there aren't any bad state teams. And we're not a bad state team either. We may be playing a better team tonight, but that that says something about these kids and, and how good, how well they're playing ball and how good they really are. Um, you know, we'll have to see. If assuming that, that, that this kind of stays the course and Tep ends up on top at the end of this, you know, I'd be very anxious to see how Tep does against their opponent in yeah. Hershey. Yeah. Because if Tep blow, you know, if this thing stays, you know, a fairly decent score. And they just blow their opponent out in, in Hershey. That means, I mean, on, yeah, it, on paper, we're we're only third runner up, right? Front. But that also means that we could have been there, and and uh, you know, if Tep couldn't have made it, we we could have done a good showing potentially. So. Yeah. Look, whatever happens tonight, this has been a magical season. Thirteen and one, District One champions. They went right through the playoffs. They beat Upper Mary, and then they beat Marple, then they beat Academy Park, and then they beat Ruston. I mean that's that's an amazing run. Yep, no doubt about it. Well, anytime you're, you you get to play 15 games in a season, you're doing just terrific, and that's and and they run into you know potentially they run into a buzzsaw here, and it happens. It happens during their big runs in in the late uh, you, 1990s, and and it, it happens anytime. You, and, but you know, Mike, like when we were driving here tonight, we we're not shocked with the score. We knew this would be a tough, really tough game. But you know, a 20 point. 20 to nothing. Most games, that would be, oh, that's awful. Against this team, at least you're you're competitive with them. You know, you're, you're not embarrassing yourself. Well, the big thing I'd like to see, I'd like Haven to be able to get a stop, either via turnover or just on downs or, you know, punt. Um, and I'd like to see them score, obviously. That's yeah. really my motivation. Where the game goes from that, it goes. Now, the, the thing to caution ourselves about is last time we played Tep, which was a long time ago. Yeah. We were we were hanging in there with them, similar to this. And then in the third quarter, the wheels fell off. So you know that's something. We're very different teams, both for Tep and for us. Yeah. But that's something that uh, that I just hope doesn't happen. I want to see a, a reasonably tight game under the circumstances. And if it turns out at the end of the game to be forty to nothing, I I, I can live with that. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to live with anything, obviously. But but I would just I would love to see a score. I'd love to see. Uh, some stops. I'd like to see a little more back and forth. I think so far, Haven's done a nice job controlling the ball. They haven't made any mistakes. There's been no penalties, no fumbles, no interceptions. Yeah, I mean, um, they played a clean game. They, they haven't turned the ball over, but they, they've just been overpowered. That's how you have to say it. No, there's no doubt about it. And it was completely expected. You yes, know, I absolutely. talked to a few of the players during the week, and I said, What are you preparing for? And he goes, Quite frankly, we're preparing to play Haven football. I mean, we got to execute. We got to be tough. We got to hang in there, and we just got to do the best we can. And you know what? They're absolutely right. This may be 
at the end of the day, whatever it is, the best they can. And that's what happens. Sometimes you come across a team like we did with Garner Valley. You know, and I told people after the Garner Valley game, this year we could have played them 100 times. We would have lost 100 times. I mean, they were just a vastly superior team to yeah. us. And maybe that Imhotep is as well. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay when you're when you're playing game number 15 of a 16-game season. It's all right to run into somebody who's really good. Similarly, how I felt, by the way, when we went to our last championship game against Hopewell. Those were big, solid kids. Oh, yeah, well I remember played. that well. Me and you were on the sidelines. It was a frigid night. We had to climb over snowbanks to yep. get to the field. And that was, as I remember, a 21-7 game. And so. Hopewell brought two wrestlers, put them in the backfield, and just ran right at us. Well, and, Ho- and they just physically overpowered us. Yes. I mean, the... the, the uh, was no Bl- trickery. Plesnik would just take the ball seven yards deep and just run at you. Yeah. And stop him, and you could, but he would get seven to ten yards every time he took the ball. And that was with Dan Connor playing linebacker, so that was, you know, that was no easy feat. And then, of course, in reverse, Connor was was our running back, and Pulesny was able to stop him. I mean, Connor was just not getting the yards he needed to make it work. And it was a dominating performance by Hopewell for the evening. And you know, at the end of the day, we ran into a better team than us. And that so far is what is what it certainly looks up with, with with Tap. Now we we can really go into this next half and say, okay, we need to maintain an offense. We need to stop them on their first offensive drive. They're going to get the ball first. We That's need always to stop important. Yep. We are grouped. If they come down and score within a minute and make it twenty-eight nothing, uh, you know, yeah. then you start worrying about a blowout. You know? Well, the bottom line is, you know, our our running game is not designed to come back and strike back for twenty-eight points. No, they're not. They're not. And if they try throwing it, I'm afraid they're going to yeah. lose it. So it's. It's going to be tough, but you know they have had a great season. Uh, they, 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 you know, have accomplished everything they could this year with a district title. Yep, they have nothing to be ashamed of. No, nothing at all. Again, when you're playing game number fifteen, it's been a great year. Yes, it has. Period. So, all right. Well, that's where we're at. Um, we're going to come back for the second half in just a few minutes. We're checking with our sponsors real quick, and you are listening to High School Football, where high school football never sounded so good on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. 
Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto Home and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times. All high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to Ridley High School. We're at halftime. Imhotep 20, Strathaven nothing. And thanks again to Pete Fulgenetti for jumping in as always at halftime and uh, keeping keeping us busy and good insight on the first half and more. And uh, not just the first half, but the entire season for Strathaven. As Mike said before the break, uh, you get into week 15 of a high school season, you've done a lot of things well. So... No uh, shame for Strathaven here tonight uh, thus far. And, you know, more than anything, you still see a great fight. You still see a battle. Uh, Talking to the coaches on the field before the game, they're like, the one thing we can say about this team, they are not afraid. They are not scared of this game at all. And uh, we've seen that through the first two quarters, regardless of, uh, you know, you might get, uh, you know, you run into a team that has more size, speed, talent, all of the above, which has been the case through the first 24 minutes as M.O. Tebs racked up 210 yards total uh, offense, 37 of them through the air, 173 on the ground, and those three touchdowns on their three possessions. But, uh, hey, Strathaven back out onto the field now, getting stretched out here before the second half. Thanks again to the Strathaven marching unit. That was a pleasure. If this is the last time we'll see them uh, this year, boy, have they been I mean, fantastic as always, but you can see them get better every week as well. Oh, and, and for and them to get 15 shows, well, almost. They've had yep. a couple of weeks this year where they couldn't right. make it happen, but uh, yeah, they, but they, they, get they better. were terrific in last week's game. They yep. couldn't fit in the stands, so they put them at the corner of the end zone. Happened to be the corner yes. where, where Milligan ran in for the for the winning uh, extra point uh, at, on overtime, and they just went crazy over there. And of course, then the student. Section came running out in the field. It was, it, it, it was really as well scripted as you could yeah, have done. Meant to be, meant yep. to be. So uh, if you were able to uh, listen last week, thank you. If you tuned in after the fact, or you checked out the Twitter update and the, and what Mike, I don't know how you got that up on the website and, and Twitter so quickly uh, last week, but I got home and it was already I a buzz. Sleep. My phone, well, <laughs> but even that, I, I mean, I got home and my phone was buzzing for hours uh, uh, and, and just great excitement throughout uh, that incredible win last week in the District 1 final. So, uh, quick score updates from elsewhere. We'll rattle them off fa- uh, quickly. Most of these games at halftime or just underway in the third quarter. Um, 
in the, at the 4A level. Uh, Jersey Shore leading Aliquippa 10-7 at halftime. The other side of that 4A bracket is the Bishop-Shanahan-Bishop McDevitt game. Uh, Shanahan, as Andrew mentioned, up 14-13 at halftime. So Shanahan could be, you know, both games too close to call at the right. moment. Uh, we'll see. The one game we don't have is the single-A uh, state semifinal. We do not have an update from Canton versus Bishop Guilfoyle. Um, but on the other side of that, Bishop Canavan leading Red Bank Valley 14-7. Uh, at the 3A level, Central Valley leading uh, Martinsburg Central 21-7. Uh, the, oppo- the opponent there uh, would be uh, Red Bank Valley. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Who's the other 3A game? Uh, that's, uh, I'm not sure. What's the other three-day Sarah game? Ca- Thank Catholic you, Sarah. Yes, twenty to twelve. Thank you. That's the other three A. Yes. Also, another update: Aliquippa now has a fourteen to ten lead. There you go. Aliquippa's uh, fun to watch. I mean, that's took one play. Aliquippa, uh, just I'm going to put my pitch in for them because that, I watch that team every year uh, just do um, incredible things. They are playing in the four A semifinal with a single A enrollment. Wow. And the way things are set up, well, should they, they advance to the up. final? They keep bumping them up, and yeah. now you're getting into an idea like would if if they were to advance to the state final next week and win it, do you what bump do you them do? up again? What do you do now? Do you well, put them you in know, 5A? I, uh, yeah, as I, I, a well, question. Well, what a, do you do with Imhotep? They've well, been to the state final well, right, right. a number of years in a row at the 5A right. level. Yeah. To me, when if you you're start... bumping up Aliquippa so quickly, why aren't you doing the same with Imhotep? Well, right. But the Aliquippa, now you're getting into a safety <laughs> issue where you have a school, a school with less than 100 boys, and they're gonna and, and you're going to play 5A in a, against the Garnet Valley that has 110 on the sideline? Right. So, Garnet Valley 6A, so you are getting Not there quite yet. Not for long. Not, Not for, for long. long. Uh, just we'll, we'll keep yeah. that under wraps. But the rumor is that Garnet Valley, uh, when we hear later this winter probably that Garner Valley will be the largest 5A team instead of one of the smallest because they're going to change the 5A because, numbers yeah the yeah. 5A numbers will shift uh, Garnet Valley's population has dropped a little bit so get ready for Garnet Valley next year in 5A uh, Central every, League and every year else. we'll play them now uh, that's right so uh, a couple other quick score updates Southern Columbia all over Northern Lehigh 35-7 why missing on top of Newman Goretti 14-6 uh, the winner of this one tonight Imhotep versus Strathaven of course will take on Penn Trafford or Exeter, Trafford, uh, Penn Trafford on top of Exeter, 27-7, the last we heard. So uh, we'll get things started in the second half right here. And, uh, Andrew, you got one more? Yeah, another update. Uh, Bishop McDevitt now leads 21-14. to That has 9-11 to go in the third quarter. Okay, Shanahan trying to turn it around up there. All right, so Strathaven will kick it away to start this second half and kick it to couple of dangerous returners. Uh, Saheem Williams-Rockamore awaits at the 12-yard line. And alongside of him, number 21, Corey Downing, who ran in the two-point conversion and has been involved in the uh, running game as well. But, you know, even the line above him, you've got, you've got Stewart, Robinson, and Burton in the line in front of him. So even if you try to go uh, short here with one of the short sky kicks, you have talent everywhere on the field here for Tep. See if Shankweiler maybe steps into one and tries to boom it through the end zone. All right, here we go. Shankweiler. Nope. High short sky kick. It's going to come down 
at, to Rockamore at the 28-yard line and stumbles across the 30 on his own and falls at the 34. So Imhotep moving left to right here to start this second half. Michael Davis, two out of three, throwing it for 37 yards and a touchdown in the first half. He also has 36 yards rushing. Leading rusher in the game, Trey McLeod, eight carries for 87 yards. And Ramir Stewart, five carries for 42 yards and two Imhotep touchdowns. So the Panther defense trying to get things going here. We'll see what they come up with to slow it down. A three-man front, now four-man front as Mason Green jumps into the mix. Two receivers to the left on first down. This is McLeod. Stretch play to the left side. He's trying to turn the corner. Milligan couldn't quite get him, but slows him down enough where he gets good support on the corner. Nice job by Chase Nangle stepping up to make the stop just across the 35-yard line. Fuscas in the mix as well. Bobby Fuscas had a terrific, having a terrific junior season. You know, Strathaven, for all intents and purposes, look, you're going to lose some talented seniors no with doubt. Perlman and Green at defensive end, Barlow and Schuler at uh, on the outside linebacker spots. But and running back, you know, right? But um, defense alone, and uh, you know, you've had Austin Connor at multiple positions. You essentially are bringing eight starters back mm-hmm. on defense, so that that's encouraging for next year as well. All right. We're not, th- we're not the next year yet. Second down and eight. This is McLeod off the left side. He's going to push into Crawford and then driven back. Uh, but, boy, tough, tough running from yep. McLeod. Just Great a sophomore. Again. Won't go down easily, but gain of just a couple to the 39. It'll bring up third down and five. So good work here by the Panther defense on the first two plays to slow it down. McLeod. Now they need to stop on this, the third play. Right. Yeah, well, this here. Is, this is they, they've had these two, three play spurts where they've been able to stop them, but they can't need, can't they get can't the final it. one. Right. All right, here we go. Motion from left to right. They fake it to Adams. Keeper uh, for mm. Davis off the left side. He's got a first down yardage across the 45, across midfield, and inside uh, Haven territory that's just a to good the 48. Play. That's just a good play call. You know, a quarterback keeps it, looks like he's going to go right, stops. Decides to go left. Everybody's already shifted to the left from the defensive standpoint, and there's just virtually nobody left over there to make the stop. It wasn't a huge gainer, but it was certainly, you know, the, the five yards, six yards they needed to get the first down. 13 more for Davis. And, or then uh, it was 13. Yeah, second down. <laughs> uh, for, uh, in sec- first drive of this second half, rather, and into Haven territory with the, at the 11-minute mark. Of this third quarter. Two receivers to the left. One to the right. Motion is Adams, and they give it to him on the jet sweep to the near side. Adams turns up field across inside the 45 to the 43. Fuscas slings him down at the 38-yard line. And a gain of maybe five for yeah, Adams. Guess, you know, you're making good contact, but it's a five-yard gain. Yep. That's, that's the issue. Bob Fuscas, hopefully on the tackle. 10.40 to play here in the third quarter. Imhotep leading. 20 to nothing and driving here with this first possession since the halftime break. Panthers without Matt Schuler tonight and now without Jason Williams in the middle of that defensive line as he went out with what appeared to be a significant injury. We'll hope for the best there. Two receivers to the left. Pistol look this time for Davis. They go on the first sound and give to the right side here is McLeod. He's going to shove two tacklers right off him. Nice work right there by McLeod. Good position there for the Panthers. Yep. Connor and Glavicic had him hemmed in, but he just bullies his way to the 41. It'll bring up third down and about three. Yeah, and it just, you know, third down and, and three is just, 
too short a distance for a third down for these guys because if they get even just if you hold them to two or one, particularly down here at your own 40, and Hotep's just going to go for it. I mean, they just don't have any fear, even if they turn the ball over to you here. They think they can stop you anyway. Keon Wiley into the game on offense. Uh, for, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. He's in there at tight end. Pistol look. Two receivers to the left. On third and two, the gives the tailback. This is Coleman, the freshman, into the secondary, pulling away at the 20, 15, 10, and into the end zone for a 41-yard touchdown. Goes Jabri, Wallace, Coleman. The Panthers held him in check for the entire first half, but, boy, fresh legs, what a difference that makes. Amazing, amazing. That's exactly what... He even didn't want to give up, but, you know, you just there's so much you can do to stop these guys, stop these guys. And then it starts opening up, and that's what they have to be concerned about. And obviously as the defense starts to tire out and legs get get tired and, get, and arms get tired, it, it's very tough to bring these guys down. Here we go for another two-point Another two-point try here. Keon Wiley into the game. He's split to the left. Going to the two-point conversion. Receiver split to the right as well. Slot right is Adams. Shotgun look from Davis. Beverly is your wing to the left. Adams, jet motion here, and they go quarterback keeper. Davis trying to turn the corner on that left side, takes a big hit, bounces his way into the end zone. Pinballing in for two is Michael Davis. Two-point try is good, and it's 28-0 Mhotep. Strathaven will try to turn it around when we come back. Down four scores early in the third here. You're listening live to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at HavenFootball.net. All right. 28-0 Imhotep on top as the freshman. Jabri Wallace Coleman rips off a 41-yard score. Coleman, just a freshman, has a Division I offer already. So what's that tell you about Imhotep's talent level when your third-string running back has a Division I offer as a ninth grader? So <laughs> just a little different, uh, little different level here than what uh, Strathaven and, uh, and other public league teams have seen uh, over the years. But here we are. All right, Coleman. Let's one go with the kickoff. It's scooped up by Barlow at the 18-yard line. Looking for room up the near hatch. Cuts back to his right. Bounces off one, two tackles, and leans out to the 35. Still going. And Barlow, boy, he can scramble. Uh, keeps on fighting. We've seen that all year from Chase Hill. Looked like he slowed down, but puts a hand down and keeps that balance going. And Looking forward to seeing him wrestle one more year as a senior three-time state qualifier on the mat and uh, hopefully for a fourth one coming. A couple of quick updates. Bishop McDevitt gets a pick six, takes the lead 28-14, and then the ensuing kickoff is returned. Shanahan's back in it 28-21. Exciting game over there. All right, here we go. Strathaven's first possession of this second half will start at their own 35. Split end to the left. Motion is Barlow, and the give off uh, the left side is Crawford. He bumps his way to the 40. Into the arms the of number 25, Jasir Whittington, who was awfully busy in the first half, just dominating on the interior line. Whittington with five tackles uh, already. Another quick update. Bishop Gulfoyle has a 7-0 lead. 
had a 7-0 lead with 3.22 to go in the half. Okay, here, second down and six. Strathaven with Aiden Sutherland split end to the right. Play fake, and rolling to his left is Milligan, going to keep it himself, and runs out of room uh, quickly. Beverly there to meet him, and still twists across the 40. Nice work by Sam, Sam to pick up a yard there. Boy, the lateral speed, just fantastic. Three white jerseys leading the way for Milligan there, and still uh, couldn't hold him down. Ethan Barrar looks a little hobbled here, and Barrar giving up, you know, 100 pounds inside tonight. But he is... uh, you know, he's honestly your best technician on that line. We'll keep it right here for a moment on third down and five. Wing to left, Austin Connor. Crawford and Barlow in the backfield. Two tight end set. Give us to Barlow off the left side, and Tep was ready for that one. Nothing doing that time. It's Whittington one more time. Burton there to help as well as he takes it to the 41. Maybe just a couple inches on that one. Brings up fourth and five, and the Panthers will, Strathaven will try to keep it going right here. Big fourth and five. They trail 28 nothing with 8.25 to play here in regulation. They need to get something going here because, uh, you know, the next score here for Tep would turn this to a running clock. Yep. All right. Aiden Sutherland split to the right. Tight end to the left is Perlman. Wing to the right is Barlow. On fourth and five, Milligan back to pass. Looking, looking, has time. Fires on the hitch. Incomplete. A little hitch out near midfield. Overshoots Overshoots Sutherland. And Imhotep will take over at the Strathaven 41 with a chance to make this a running clock in the state semifinal. You got to update. Another update, Penn Trafford now up 35-7 on Exeter. So... We are mm. getting closer and closer to an Imhotep Penn Trafford final, mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems, as Exeter and Strathaven on the wrong end of lopsided scores here in the 5A semis. All right, Adams split to the far side to the left of the formation. Slot left and a split to the right here is Atkinson. He had a 32 yard touchdown in the first half. Back to passes Davis, the lefty rolling to that way. He's going to fire deep down the side and has a man out there and incomplete. Excellent coverage out there from A.J. Glavichick and, and falls and incomplete. Who was the guy who came in and forced it? He, was, he broke right. That was Pearl, Pearlman. 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 Pearlman with another hurry. He lead the, leads the team in sacks and hurries. And right. We're going to miss watching 85 next year. He's <laughs> He's been a fun, fun player to watch, the strongest of the Strathaven Panthers and uh, just a tremendous year blocking at tight end and uh, at defensive ends. There were several games where he just flat out took over. Second down and 10 here after Davis's incompletion falls to the turf. So from the 41, Davis will try it again. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Motion man is a Robinson. They, fake, they give it to him on the jet sweep to the left. This is Will Robinson into the secondary, down inside the 30 to the 28. Will Robinson's on the carry. Give him 13. Good speed. And another first down. Good speed. Wide holes. It was, you know. Uh, Crawford has to check out here, so his uh, helmet came off. So he'll have to. And uh, Jake Millett checks in at defensive tackle. They bump Barlow inside with Fuscus at linebacker. So Will Robinson. Yep. That's an, there's a senior running back. Just <laughs> one more. Weapon for Coach Johnson to mix in there. Robinson in the pistol. Now moves to the left hip of Davis. Three wide receivers. Wing to the left. Wing goes in motion to the right here on first and ten. It's Robinson off that right side. He'll 
be maybe to the 25. Maybe a gain of three or so. Good work by Ben Farabaugh on the stop. And second down upcoming. Three on the play. 7.05. 7.04 and counting to play here in the third quarter. 28 nothing. Imhotep on top of Strathaven and Panthers. Monster show. <laughs> How many times have I said Panthers tonight? And it means nothing because we've got Imhotep, Panthers, and Strathaven. But Strathaven needs a stop here to avoid a running clock. Three wide. Two to the right, one to the left. Michael Davis sends Robinson in motion. They give it to him on the jet sweep to the left side. He's across the 20, still leaning, and he's going to be awfully close to a first down. If they give him the 17, we're moving the chains, and yes, indeed. Give him eight more on his second carry, and again, fresh legs, right? I mean, you're, you've got a big lead here. McLeod, 11 carries for 94 yards. Not eye-popping stats, but look, if you're going to play in Hershey next week, don't risk him That's right. <laughs> when you've got other talent back there that you can hand it to and still picking up huge chunks of yardage here. Nine yards a carry tonight for Imhotep's offense thus far. On first and ten, it's Robinson looking for him off the left side. Now you're going to get a flag on the play, I think, in the neighborhood of holding. We'll see. Good job by the Panther def- Strathaven defense to string that one out. On ben Farabaugh on the stop. I would say no gain and uh, Barlow in there as well, but we'll check the flag. Holding yeah. is the call, yeah. and my ben guess Farrell is Strathaven will on the stop. back them up. No gain on the play. 5.55 to play here in the third. A.J. Glavichick checks in. There is a penalty. And Jake Millett checks out. Probably a nickel look here as my guess is Imhotep will yeah, maybe spread of, the field here a little bit on first and 20. Yeah, actually both teams have played very, very clean. Uh, Panthers have no penalties, but Imhotep's had a, you know, had a hurtling penalty. First which, and 20. And then uh, this holding. Well, there was one other penalty, too. What was it? Uh, out of bounds? The kick out of bounds. Kick out of right. bounds, right. This has been a very clean game. Two receivers to the right. One to the left here. Wing to the left as well for Davis. Fullback goes in motion on first down and 20. Davis firing to the near sideline. Complete to Atkinson. This is the play they scored on earlier. Panthers wrap him up better this time. Down at the 21-yard line goes R.J. Atkinson as Milligan and friends there to meet him. After a gain of maybe seven. Second down and about 14. So just the second catch of the evening for Atkinson. But 20 catches on the year in 10 games. Again, this is not a team that's had to throw it very often. And when they do, they've been efficient with it. But not eye-popping stats. Just incredibly, incredibly effective. (laughs) All right, two receivers to either side on second and 14. Back to pass the lefty. Fires deep down that left sideline. It is incomplete. Excellent coverage from Glavichick as they were looking for Corey Downing on the flag route. And it'll bring up third down. Mikel Davis now three out of six throwing it for 43 yards and a score. Third down and 14. It's interesting that... that, that the Tep is doing what they're doing. I would have thought they'd just keep pounding the ball in. Uh, they may just have absolute confidence there at third and 14 and just feel that within two plays they can get the first down on the ground. We'll see if they go to the air again. or Strathaven with a nickel look here on third down and 14. Adams split to the far side. 
to the left of the formation. Atkinson to the near side. Panthers look to double him. Trips left, and the lefty back to pass. Heavy pressure from the backside. Fire into the flat. This ah. is actually a lateral, and looking for room is McLeod. Flag comes in late. McLeod into the end zone, but I think it's coming back. Looks to be a block in the back here. And yeah, this is a penalty on the play. That actually was a run. That ball looked like it was thrown backwards uh, laterally here, but I think you're going to get holding yep. on the offense. It'll turn this, down to, uh, turn this around to third down and... Oh, I don't know. Maybe about the same spot, probably. Third, maybe 15 or so. We'll see where they march it off. So, Imhotep, some self-inflicted wounds here on this drive that, in theory, could put this game away. Well, I think that Panthers, the the Stratham can thank me later because, obviously, I cursed this by saying what a clean game it was. All right. They'll snap it from the 22. Third down and 15 for Imhotep. Third and 14, the ball at the 22. Mikel uh, Davis brings in the play. Strathaven still in a nickel look. Four wide receivers. Trey McLeod on the left hip of Davis, who's in the shotgun. From the left hash, Davis sends a man in motion left to right. And now you're going to get a delay a game penalty. <laughs> Some... Furious offensive coordinator over on the far sideline. That's actually Mark Schmidt, longtime Neshaminy coach. Is, uh, believe it or not, Neshaminy, the last District 1 big school team to win a state 19. title back in 2004 with uh, Jamar Brittingham. But uh, Coach Schmidt, he's been the offensive coordinator for TEP for quite a while now, and no complaints there, averaging you know, 35 points a game, yeah. 34 points a game, rather. But uh, when your defense is only giving up six, yeah, 30-something's playing. Yeah, that's right. 14 would work. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Four wide again. They'll turn it into third down and 20 now. From the 27, motion left to right. Davis, now you're going to get the back judge throwing another flag. What do we have here? Is this a delay again? Another Another delay game call. All right. Well, the back judge has a fast stopwatch maybe. All right, <laughs> turn it into third and 25. That didn't seem like too much time to yeah, me. Yeah, Mike, you, you did curse this one. What a clean game, he said a few minutes yes. ago. Now we've got penalties piling up. Three in a row there. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Tep, third down and forever. Strathaven defense trying to get off the field, perhaps. Back is Davis looking, firing to the flat. It is complete to Adams, who's going to get away from one man momentarily and spin his way inside the 20 to about the 18. Turn it to fourth and 11. So, good chunk of yardage ripped back. Well, we know they're not going to go for a field goal. Yep. So, So take their shot on fourth and 11. Absolutely. What's the worst they can do is I'm giving the ball over. First catch of the evening for Terrence Adams, 14 yards. He's carried it a couple times as well. And Panther defense trying to get a stop now on fourth and 11. Four wide receivers. Trey McLeod in the, on the right hip of Davis, who's back to pass. Look, steps, fires to the end zone, incomplete. Overshoots his man. Good pressure coming from Nate Perlman. And the Panther defense gets a stop with 3.55 to play here in the third quarter. Well, that's got to be an ego booster, I'll tell you. Nice work there from Strathaven's defense, and again, certainly aided by the penalties. The McLeod sure. run was uh, touchdown run was wiped out on the third and long lateral play, but Sam Milligan gets the offense back out there and will snap it from their own 18-yard line. 
All right, here we go. Two tight ends, the familiar wing T. Wing to the left is Connor, and the give is uh, off that left side is Barlow. He's going to get maybe a couple, maybe the 20-yard line if they're generous. Going to bring up second down and a long eight. Jasir Whittington, yet another tackle. Eni White, you know, and and Keon Wiley, as advertised, those defensive ends, they're going to the All-American Bowl for a reason. But you can see why Whittington, as just a sophomore, has Division I Power 5 conference schools lining up at this point. He's up to eight tackles already from that defensive uh, tackle spot. All right, on second down, quick hitter to Crawford and Winnington there to meet him again. Nothing doing yeah. as he is just <laughs> eating Crawford, everybody alive right now, along with number 52, that time David Johnson. Panthers giving up some size in the middle of that line as uh, Philios, Beck, and Barrar all around the 200-pound mark. But, you know, frankly, Strathaven has pushed around much bigger lines, uh, bigger than them most of the year. This is size, speed, and talent yes. that they're dealing with. Now you're looking at third down and eight. Back is Milligan on third and eight. Looking, rolling, has time, has a man out there momentarily, but incomplete. Suddenly, four black shirts as it, once that ball's up in the air. In, uh, there's nowhere to go with it. So Milligan has yet to complete a pass tonight in seven tries. And I, don't, I don't think he intended to complete that one either. No, it's a good, good decision. There's just nobody open. Barlow flashed open for a split second, but nothing, uh, nowhere, to, nowhere to go for long against just one of the best high school defenses we've ever seen. Yep. And that's, that's saying something. <laughs> we, we'll get back to that in just a moment. Here's Milligan to punt it away on fourth and eight. High boomer, tremendous kick for Milligan. Spiraling, it's going to take a hop inside the 40. It's picked up there, uh, and okay, fair catch made uh, on one hop. By Downing. Since when is that allowed? Uh, yeah, they blew it dead. Yeah. Uh, okay, well. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, Panthers will take it as Milligan tilts the field all the way back to the 35-yard line. And uh, good work there. But, you know, Mike, you and I called all four state final games from 2007 through 2013. So we, we've seen quite a number of, you know, the best the state has to offer. That includes some St. Joe's prep teams and right. West Catholic teams and you know, uh, Thomas Jefferson and some real powerhouses from all over the state. This TEP team is uh, is right there with them, all, uh, defensively especially. Mm. All right, here we go. Ooh. On first down, you're yeah, going to get was, flags. Yeah. You're going to a couple men in motion, and Imhotep has uh, gotten sloppy here in the third quarter with some pre-snap uh, penalties. So Coach Schmidt is uh, just beside himself over there yep. and say, look, guys, we, we've got a nice lead here. We could make this a lot easier on ourselves. Right. But, um, you know, we're, I had said before the game, just, you know, half-kiddingly uh, earlier in the week, I would have loved, just for fun, to see the Garner Valley offense against, against the Imhotep defense. <laughs> that, to me, would be just, you know, go do that for 30 plays. See how that goes. Yeah. You know, Next year we might see it. Yeah, yeah. correct. He gets That's the opportunity. Right. That's right. All right. So good luck to Garnet Valley tomorrow night as they take on St. Joe's Prep and trying to, Turn, get one home for the uh, Central League. All right, Davis on first and 15, going to keep it uh, off to the left side, and he'll be dropped back near the original line of scrimmage. Uh, give him, call it a game of six. 
as Davis will turn it to second down and nine. Fuscas on yet another tackle for the Panthers. Um, you know, one of the reasons Imhotep, their defense doesn't have eye-popping individual numbers is because they get off the field so fast. Yeah. Honestly, you know, you'd say, oh, well, you know, if they're leading guy with uh, uh, in sacks, Wiley, he only has nine sacks in ten games. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> not too many teams, uh, you know, have been able to sustain any drives against this team. Mm-hmm. So sometimes these tackling uh, stats are misleading. Guys with hundreds of tackles, uh, well, your defense has been on the field most of the night. All right, here's Tep on second down and nine. Davis back to pass all sorts of time. Steps up, fires underneath, and it is incomplete. Hit the turf just past the first down marker as Atkinson went to a knee to try to scoop it up. And it brings up third down and nine. Tep might have had somebody really, really deep and wide open. But uh, Haven, you know, Haven's getting in the backfield. They're, they're forcing this thing to move a little faster, and coverage has been good. Uh, four white shirts and, and uh, covering the Tep players and uh, quarterback really didn't have a whole lot of choices through it low and didn't didn't complete didn't make the completion. I understand the idea for Tep here to try to shorten this game. Maybe one more big play in the pass game would do it. But you're right, Mike. They may need to go back to the run game to get that done. All right, empty backfield for Davis on third and nine. Rolling to his right, the lefty steps up, fires it incomplete. Big time pressure from Anthony Crawford. Knocks him down and knocks the ball flat here, incomplete in the flat, and we're going to see the Tep punt team for the first time on fourth down and nine. All right, good work there by Crawford as they've just in the last couple weeks started blitzing him a little bit more and had a big play for a sack and forced a fumble that Ethan Barrar recovered a couple weeks ago against Academy Park. I know this is silly, but watch the fake. I mean, these guys have no fear. 28-0 Imhotep. With a lead and now punting it for the first time tonight. And I think Coach Clancy is going to talk about that very idea. Coach yep. uh, Jim Connor as well said, let's, let's come over and talk about it. We'll take one with him. 121 to go here in the third quarter. Imhotep on top of Strathaven ready to get the ball back on HavenFootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, welcome back to the state semifinals. Jim Otep leading 28-0 but ready to punt it away for the first time tonight. Chase Nangle awaits for the Panthers at the 35-yard line. The snap is a good one. The punt is away. This is Nangle. Fair catch signaled for and made and then takes a hit, and that'll put 15 more yards on the yep. end of that one. So pretty clear on the signal yep. there from Nangle, and but did have to come forward right into the lap of a player. Now you've got an injured Panther. Uh, is that Nangle? Yep. That is Nangle. All right, it is Nangle he, who was he having... He was cramping right before the timeout. Yeah, so hopefully this is nothing more than uh, cramps, but took the took a hit there after the fair catch. So And took it low, too. Yeah, it'll be a 15-yard penalty. Hopefully this is uh, nothing more than cramps, but we'll, we'll have to see. All right, 114 to play here before... Uh, 
the end of the third quarter in Nangle. Yeah, he's having he's, some trouble, but I think it's... Uh, he's in some pain, looks but be, I think it's all cramps. It's let's, just, let's hope so. If you've never had severe sports cramps, if you, you know, if you have the experience of cramping up in bed at night, you could just yeah. stretch funny, and you know how agonizing that is. Well, times that by about 50 when you have a sports cramp, and it tends to run up the entire leg, and just groups of muscles start to cramp one right after the other. It is not pleasant. Not at all. All right, so Nangle, just a junior. He'll be back next year, of course. And, uh, again, on defense, you're bringing back eight eight starters on defense. But I would expect to see him, uh, you know, healthier than he is at this very moment, certainly. <laughs> uh, I but would hope so. I, I don't think you could get much unhealthier than he is right they're now. Actually, yeah, he's they're being, carrying gonna, him off. going to so. carry him off and deal with his uh, leg issue. All right, so. Panthers will, Strathaven will start with a football on the midfield stripe. There's a penalty on the and Nangle will hopefully hobble off, which I hope is a cramp. All right, here we go. Split end to the left is Aiden Sutherland. Motion man is Barlow from right to left. Milgan back to pass, looking. Firing to the oh. flat, and it is incomplete. Barlow went up high, took a big hit from Reyes, yeah. and uh, incomplete, it falls. Yeah, Milgan threw it behind him. Very tough to catch. Second down and 10 upcoming. But, boy, there is you're, – you're talking like NFL-type windows to throw it in at this point. There yeah. is – Barlow, you would not have called him open on that. He is no, well covered. A perfect, a perfect throw might have gotten that one there, but Reyes right in his lap. Second down and 10. From the 50, Strathaven with a wing to the right, Barlow. Connor in the backfield. Now they shift. Connor to the wing and Barlow in the backfield. He has the carry off the left side. He's going to push his way, still fighting. Nice. Love to see that. You wouldn't know the score is a four-score game right now watching Barlow keep going here. Senior, nearly 1,400 yards rushing coming in. He's topped that now as they go no huddle here on third down and about five and a half. Barlow in the backfield with Crawford on third down and five. Barlow one more time off the left side. And, oh, they're waiting for him that time. Mm-hmm. And Beverly, the MVP of the public league, there to Chase meet him Barlow immediately. No gain. No gain on the now you're looking at fourth, fourth and five. Got to go for it here. Yep, absolutely. So no gain. 27 on. seconds and counting left in the uh, quarter. Yep. Barlow 31 yards rushing on 12 carries. Crawford the same. Panthers just 71 yards of offense tonight. Fourth and five plus a few inches. <laughs> Panthers looking at a four-man front. On fourth and five, play fake Milligan looking for running room, trying to turn the corner. Cuts inside, needs a block, gets it momentarily, but still will be stopped shy of the first yep. down. They'll stop the clock on the final play and actually the end of the fourth quarter. Our end of the third quarter, rather, and Imhotep will take over. All right, stick with us. Be back for the opening moments of the fourth quarter. 28-0, Imhotep on top. Strathaven still fighting, though, as expected, on havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback 
and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Jaws, for sending it back. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play. Mike Mayer doing the color commentary and engineering. Pete Fulgenetti and Andrew Kaufman helping a ton, as always. Strathaven trailing 28-0 as we start this fourth quarter. Fourth and five. Couldn't quite get enough that time. And, again, just the speed of this Imhotep defense is the story tonight. 72 yards rushing for the Panthers. They're used to averaging... That plus about 300. <laughs> All right. Receivers are split. Pistol look. And into the game at quarterback now is Sabree Williams Rocky Moore. And off the left side is Rocky Moore on the keeper. Across the midfield stripe and has himself a first down. Milligan slings him down at the Strathaven 43. Gain of 12. Mm. And then some. By Sam Milligan. That's a so, first down at the Panther 43. So nice work here by Coach Johnson to get some substitutes into the game with the 28-0 lead and still aiming to get a running clock here. So Rocky Moore is in there at quarterback. They'll snap from the near hash, moving right to left here in the fourth quarter. McLeod is the tailback in the pistol. Rocky Moore gives to McLeod, looking for him off the left side of the short side of the field. Mm. Follows his block, cuts into his right, steps through one man, and is tripped up from behind by Aiden Sutherland. But he picks up the 30-yard line, 13 more for McLeod, and another first down. He's over the century mark now. Tep is in a hurry-up formation. All right, they're in. They want to get this thing moving. This is McLeod off the right side. Stiff arm momentarily, and he's tripped up by Barlow. Nice work there. He had a hand in the face of Fuskas trying to hold him off, and Barlow came in low, stopping him for no gain on his 14th tote of the evening. All right, second and 10 upcoming, and I hope uh, all is well with Mikel Davis. Uh, 15 is going off. Yeah, okay, that's, that's not good as Bagley hobbled. But uh, Davis, your starting quarterback, not in the game at the moment. I'm hoping this is just a personnel he, decision, not an he's injury. He's standing issue. on the sideline okay. at the far 45. Good. Rocky Moore getting snaps now in the shotgun, second down and 10. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Motion from, to the near side. Rocky Moore will keep it himself. Cuts back to his left, into the secondary he goes. 20, 15, carrying white jerseys with him. And boy, fresh legs will do that for you. Down to the 12, 18 more. And a spark plug here. Boy, he just really does nicely running through that line, just zigs and zags and gets whatever blocks he can and zips through it. On the stops, that's a first down, the ball at the... Sabri Williams, Rocky Moore, a senior, 5'9", 150-pounder, certainly smaller uh, than than Davis, but again, nice little change of pace right there, just hiding behind those massive linemen. Good job that time by Nick Williams. Uh, I'm sorry, 74, Amir Stinnett leading the way on the last one. All right, first and 10. From the Strathaven 12, Rocky Moore with two receivers to his left. Sends one in motion, and they give it to him on the jet sweep. This is Downing, trying to turn the corner on the right side. Then to the 10, to the 5. Barrar's got him by the shirt tail and drops him at the one-yard line, but it'll be first and goal to go. Corey Downing rips off 11 more, and now four cracks at it from the one. Imhotep trying to... Like crazy to get this to a running clock circumstance. All right. Panthers sub Cole Miller out on defense. From the one. 
Rocky Moore, keeper, right up the middle and into the end zone for an Imhotep touchdown. 34-0, extra point pending, and Imhotep just nine minutes and change now from perhaps a running clock. A running clock, well, a running clock, and then, you know, their sixth trip to Hershey in the last eight years. Pretty incredible. All right, so Imhotep will try for two here. They've been successful on two of their four tries so far. They'll try it again here. Rocky Moore is your quarterback. The senior in the pistol. Will Robinson, fellow senior, stands behind him. Two receivers to the left. It's Robinson off the right side. Cuts back to the left and in for two. 36-0 Imhotep with 9.31 to go. It'll be a fast 9.31 after this. Stick with us. Strathaven's going to get the offense back out there for another crack at it as the state semifinal starts to wind down here on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. An embarrassment of riches here for Imhotep. Eight different ball carriers tonight. Four different players have scored. And it's 36-0, and the clock will run now, except for scoring plays and timeouts. End over and kick to, from McLeod. It'll bounce to Barlow at the 15-yard line. Looking for running room. Steps away from one man, two men, and is stacked up at the 30-yard line by a host of black jerseys. Led by number 81, James Owens, the 5'11 sophomore safety. And see if the Strathaven offense can get something going here. Once they spot the ball, the clock will run. From the 31-yard line, Sam Milligan will put it in play. And Panthers, the only other time they faced this this year was uh, back in early October with Garnet Valley. Or late September, I should say. We'll get back to that in a moment. On first and ten, give is to Crawford. Looking for running room, not finding anything. So still uh, most of the defense uh, in the game there. That's Kemp in on the stop at defensive end. And, uh, you know, we mentioned Garner Valley. That ended up as a running clock circumstance as well. If the Panthers are, are falling to 13-2 and two on the season and their only losses are to Imhotep, who... I'd have to say, uh, well, definitely state finalists. I'd be stunned if they weren't state champs a week from now. Right. And Garnet Valley with a chance to be a state finalist tomorrow yeah, not, night. Not too bad, huh? Not too shabby. On second and 11, on the sweep, looking for room is Connor. Has some room and lunges out to the 35-yard line for a pickup of six. Austin Connor, Austin another Connor junior who will be back next year, gets things going. Brings up third down and about six for Strathaven. Connor, four carries for just six yards. Milligan, four for just nine. You know, you got all these guys. You know, Austin Connor coming into the game, averaged five and a half yards a carry. Um, everybody else is up near eight or over eight yards a carry when you look at Barlow and Schuler and so forth. And uh, But third down and six upcoming here. 
On the counter, crisscross. This is Barlow who's going to shake one tackle, two tackles. First down yardage. Well done by Chase. Ripping off six more. Nice job on the counter, and it'll move the chains. But, you know, Matt Schuler would have been a huge help tonight. Is he 36 points difference? Probably not. No, I was going to say. And, you know, we, we talked about that coming into the game when we when we felt, you know, during the week that Matt would not be back for this game. And I said, well, probably won't make a huge difference. Maybe make it a little more competitive. But it's going to be tough to imagine how we're going to be able to beat this team. And I think that's just come to fruition tonight. All right. Clock ticks, 7.20 to go here in regulation. Anthony Crawford up the middle. He's going to drag tacklers. Again, no quit in these Panthers. How about seven more for Crawford? Dragging tacklers with him. And brings up second down and three. Ball out to the 49-yard line now. Strathaven on the move. Whittington checks back in. Johnson checks back in. So no rest for the starting defense here as... Imhotep trying to keep that shutout, perhaps. All right, give us Austin Connor on second and short. Nothing doing that time. And, yeah, Tep was ready to go with that one. Eni White there to meet him. Forward progress gives him just shy of the 50. Still going to bring up third down and two. Clock ticks. 6.30 and counting to play here in the fourth. 36-0. Imhotep on top of your District 1 champion Panthers. Tight end to the left, Mason Green. Perlman to the right. Wing to the left is Connor, and now they shift. All right, here we go. On third down and two. Rolling to his left is Milligan. Has some room momentarily, and he is undercut at the midfield stripe. Mm. Excellent tackle by Reyes. And Milligan will fall a yard shy of the first down. So fourth and one. That's what I'm talking about, the speed. You know, we've seen Milligan do that. Make that same run, that same play, with that same kind of green in front of him right. most and of the year. And he goes for 12 yards on most of those plays. Yep. The speed of this MHO Tep defense is just on another level. Absolutely. Fourth and one for Strathaven. From the Tep 49-yard line, Sam Milligan in the offense trying to stay on the field here. Fourth and one. Five-man front here for Tep. It's Barlow off the left side. First down and more into the secondary. Chase Barlow across the 40 to the 39. Ten more for Chase. And, boy, that's been fun to watch this year. Yeah, but, you know, even is it a gut check now? It's a pride gut check. You know, we're not going to win this game, but, damn it, we're going to try to score. All right. Clock melts. 5.08 and counting to play here in regulation. Strathaven, fresh set of downs against the Tep defense. At the MOTEP 39. Wing to the left, Connor. Crawford and Barlow in the backfield. Milligan under center. On first down, the give is to Crawford. He's going to cut back to his left. Stiff arms, one man, two man, and down to the 40, sorry, 35. Gain of four on the play for Crawford. And, uh, hey, got to love the fight here. Lots I love to, the fight. You know, I, I, if, if I was a player, I would think I'd say to myself, look, I don't know if we're going to be able to score in this drive, but the one thing I really want to not do is do not give the ball back to him. Okay? Right, right. Let's just keep the ball. There's four minutes left in this game, 430. It's going to be running clock. Let's just make the first downs, do what we have to, and keep the ball. And if we get into the end zone, that'd be even great, greater. All right. Second down and about six. Milligan under center. Wing T behind him. It's Barlow off the left side again. He'll shift his way for a couple, then is driven backwards. Forward progress to about the 33. As Burton in on another tackle, and again, slow to get up. I hope he's okay for next week's final against state final against 
What looks to be Penn Trafford. Uh, I believe it is Penn Trafford. I haven't seen a final score on that one, but it was not particularly close. Right. All right, third down for Strathaven coming up. Third and about four. Strathaven trying to keep the offense on the field for another set of downs. Wing to the right is Barlow. It's Crawford off the left tackle. He's going to drive his way near first down yardage and does get it. Give Crawford five or six more when they unpile. And Strathaven will keep it moving. Nicely done there. Look, this is a game, honestly, that these kids for Strathaven one day is going to say, I played against that guy in high school. Because I can tell you there will be two or three of them that are playing big-time college football, uh, probably in the NFL, and several we know will be, um, you know, on, on TV on Saturdays yep. next year. Yep. So this is uh, this is gut check time, as you said, Mike. But there'll be some good stories to tell as well. All right, timeout yep. on the field here with 2:50 to play in regulation. I think it's an Imhotep timeout. Maybe uh, some substitutions, perhaps. All right, we're going to take a short timeout with them. Imhotep calls time. They lead it 36. Nothing wants to talk things over. And here's Strathaven on the move when we come back on havenfootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, welcome back to Ridley High School. State semifinals here. Strathaven. First and 10 from the 28-yard line. This is Anthony Crawford off the right side, and he is slung down right in the middle of the line there. Looked to be maybe a face mask, but no uh, call. Second down and 10 upcoming from the 28. Andrew, quick update. Uh, Quick update. Penn Trafford beat Exeter 49-14, and Bishop Gulfoyle won 20-7 over Canton. All right. So state finalists and plans for Hershey. Starting to come to fruition. Here, Imhotep, just 220 from making a return trip themselves. Second down and 10 for Strathaven. Off the left side, this is Crawford pulling his way to about the 25 before being driven backwards. They'll give him the 24 with forward progress. Brings up third down at about six. That was a nice opening, and it just closed so fast. Yep. So Ben Ben Farabaugh at left tackle. He'll be back next year. Uh, it's one of the few underclassmen who's contributed on the line this year that going to lose all those seniors on the line. And Ethan Barrar, Nick Filios at guard, Jack Beck at center, Aiden Williams and Nick Millett, uh, I'm sorry, Jake Millett at tackle have been fantastic. Here on second and six, this is Crawford inside the 20-yard line. He's going to bring it to about third down and one as he picks up five more. Well, this has to be the greatest penetration uh, Haven has gotten. Oh, yeah. 125 and counting. So, again, thank you to the 16 seniors for Strathaven. They are going out with a terrific fight here in the final minutes. 13-win season. That's the most they've won since uh, 2003 in any one season. What a, in a generation, in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, great great work and thank yous to the seniors here. 
On third and one, this is Milligan's going to drive the pile forward for a first down inside the 15. That'll stop the clock momentarily while they reset the chains. Panthers still driving here and trying to get things going. 50 seconds and see if they can't get on the board with 50 seconds to go. First and 10 now from the Imhotep 14. Milligan under center on first and 10. This is Barlow off the left side. He's going to be on his feet still, dancing his way down near the five-yard line. Panthers want to probably get up and get things moving. And now here, Coach Clancy's going to call timeout as, uh, and say, hey, see if we can't get in the end zone one more time. Panthers with the second, one of the highest-scoring offenses in the district this year. And, uh, again, shut out tonight to this point, but five yards away from Pater looking for more. So just uh, gave a little high five, waved a high five there to defensive coordinator Mike Connor. Uh, what a job this defense has been doing this, uh, this season. Just ran into too much size, too much speed, and too much depth tonight for Imhotep. Uh, lots of other thank yous. The Swarthmoreian. Yep. All of our sponsors, again, yep. who just keep this thing going year Sandy after McCullers year. Sandy has been here with Ever, Allstate Insurance been here, Steve Staub. I mean, these are all people that keep us going and, and, and make it possible for us to do this for 20 years now. Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. First and goal from the five. Strathaven trying to get on the board. They trail 36-0, 35 seconds to play here in regulation. Wing to the right is Barlow, and the give is to Austin Connor. He's stacked up in the middle of the line, nothing doing. All right, second and goal from the five. They're going to try to unpile quickly here. Sam Milligan trying to get uh, get another snap in. All right, Imhotep started to go to midfield here. 20 seconds, 18 seconds. Milligan gets everybody set. They're going to get at least one more play. Barlow off the left side is going to drive the pile no. down to the one, inside the one. Ten seconds. <laughs> and Strathaven, are they going to call timeout? No, but the clock stopped. The now clock it starts. Stop. Uh, did they? Yep, they're going to restart the clock, and they're going to call timeout. Okay. Strathaven is going to try to get one more play in with four seconds to go from the one-yard line, see if they can't get on the board, and uh, we'll keep it right here. Uh, many other thank yous. Um, athletic directors from around the Central League, for sure. Yep. Um, we were on the road for essentially one district playoff game at Ruston last week, uh, which tells you that we were at home for many, many games this year, and Pat Clancy again. Um, our buddies in the press box, whether it was Gary James, Bob Jessen, uh, you know, plenty of others in the press box who, who've taken good care of us and, and made it fun year after year. Uh, the Gatorade shower for uh, <laughs> offensive coordinator Mark Schmidt. I haven't seen Coach Schmidt move that fast yeah, in years. Right. But uh, he's being chased all over the sideline. The Hershey kisses are starting to fly on the Imhotep sideline, and congrats to Imhotep. Regardless of what happens on this last play, Imhotep is heading to Hershey. But here's Strathaven with four seconds to go from the one-yard line. They're going to try to get into the end zone and break that goose egg on the scoreboard. All right, here we go. Sam Milligan under center. Crawford and Barlow behind him. All right, here we go. Milligan under center. Turns, gives to Barlow, who's going to dive and be shy of the goal line. Imhotep pitches the shutout. The Panthers come up a yard short on their final play. And congratulations to Imhotep. You are headed to Hershey for the sixth time in eight years. 
As they pitch the shutout over the District 1 champ, Strathaven falls a yard short of punching in the end zone on the final play, but no reason to hang their heads. A 13-win season for your Panthers. There'll be some tears later tonight from these seniors. Sad, not because of the loss, but because they've uh, played their last high school football game together. But no reason to be upset after a fantastic 2021 season. All right, stick with us. Be back for a short uh, timeout and a short wrap-up on the 2021 season here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Well, the Central League runner-up, the District 1 5A champs, fall just one week shy of Hershey as they ran into an absolute powerhouse, uh, Mhotep, just a football machine over the last decade now. And with uh, Division 1 prospects uh, rolling in there, you know, by the dozen at this yep, point, yep. Uh, it, it makes it awfully tough for your neighborhood schools to to compete. But compete they did. The Panthers fought hard tonight, Mike. Uh, lots of uh, lots of good reasons to be proud of this team. Obviously, for a fantastic season. But even tonight, the scoreboard won't show it. But uh, you know, I, I think the silver and black, you know, certainly did themselves proud. Well, they played they played as good a game as they were capable. You know, we weren't looking at a, a lot of fumbles and interceptions and you know offsides and you know nonsense. You sit there and say, "Well, my goodness, they just shot themselves in the foot." This is literally a matter as, as it was against Garner Valley, where they took on a team that was just superior to them in every way possible. And you know, uh, like I said with Garner Valley, I'll say it with these guys: these two teams could play a hundred times, and Haven would never be able to beat them. It just is that different of a of a of a quality of product. Um, it's and from a size and speed standpoint, it would be like playing at not Ohio State, but a decent college yeah. team. Yeah. You know, and, yep. and that's what makes it, you know, that's why people challenge it. That's why people say this isn't fair. You know, and, and the consistency of the product, the fact that after seven years, you know, they keep going back and back. I mean, that does raise a red flag that says we need to step them up. We need to, you know, make it more competitive. Um, but, look, that's for decisions that are well beyond our pay grade. I mean, that's the PIA. We just call them. We love this game. We love watching them compete. And uh, as we started this process for broadcasting back in 2006, we had said to the then AD, Chip Carroll, if, if these guys are 0-10, we'll be at every game. That's right. And that was our promise, and it continues to be our promise. But when you get years like this, it's a joy. Absolutely. What a thrill this was. And, uh, again, for one final time, the marching unit – uh, playing the alma mater and the Strathaven football team lines up in front of them as they do win or lose after every game. Uh, just uh, thanking the band, the uh, football players and cheerleaders arm in arm here uh, for one last time in 2021. So 
uh, for everybody in 2021. It's been a wonderful, wonderful football season. Good luck one more time uh, tomorrow night here at Ridley, uh, the Central League champs and the 6A District 1 champs. Garnet Valley, hoping the best for the Jaguars against St. Joe's Prep. And, uh, again, we will get back to you uh, with on-field action in 2022. But uh, one more thing, Mike? Yeah, one more thing. It's almost basketball season. We are coming out with our new basketball setup. Um, I mean, it's the same webpage and everything, but we are looking to cover girls and boys this year. So we'll have two different broadcast teams out there. Uh, it'll be DelcaHoops.com. We're probably, we usually would broadcast some games in, in December because of this late season and the new formats and stuff we're going to be doing. We may not start broadcasting basketball until January, but stay tuned. Go to DelcaHoops.com, and, and we should have a list of games we're going to be broadcasting as well as schedules for all 22 Delaware County teams. All right, looking forward to some hoops, and uh, I'll have to remember a little bit about that sport. Right? That's right. I've been embedded in the wrestling mat and uh, 15 weeks of football. Well, uh, it's that round orange thing that you bounce and throw it in a hole, right? That was my okay. understanding on a nice, okay. nice wood court. Yeah, and it's Inside. In, indoors. Right, right. right, right. right. There's right. indoors. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll work on that in the weeks ahead. But in the meantime, uh, thank you again to the coaching staff and the players for a wonderful season. Uh, lots of good memories. Thanks again to Pete and Andrew. Just fantastic work and uh, love having you out here week after week after week. And Mike Mayer does not get nearly the thanks as often as, uh, as we could. The, an amazing job with the website, the editing of play of the game, um, all the content you see, and then tons of behind-the-scenes work just to make sure that we can do this uh, at all on Friday nights with the broadcast group. So, And before just, uh, you sign off, i got to say, and to Brian Carroll, who paints this glorious picture every Friday night, you know, with, with all the competition we have with video streaming, um, and we don't really consider it a competition because we're just trying to call a game, but the bottom line is a lot of people We'll, we'll, we'll kill the sound on their on their video stream and we'll listen to, to you. And that's a testament to you and how well you call the game and, and how terrific it is to sit back and really close your eyes and you can see this field and see the play. You're just on top of your game and, and great flow. I almost hate interrupting you as you go through this thing. <laughs> well, it makes it fun. And uh, when it's 13 wins out of 15 tries, Makes it even more fun, and uh, you know, besides just the wins, uh, the effort from this team, uh, the camaraderie, the highlights, all of that, uh, just just made it a special season. Thanks again to our wives who uh, <laughs> have been widowed for Friday nights yes. since the middle of August. Uh, we love you, and we appreciate all the time you let us and uh, take <laughs> in our our football hobby. Um, so, in the meantime, we'll sign off one more time here in 2021. Stay tuned in the days ahead for lots more football news. Uh, we'll end up with all league teams and all Delco updates and uh, maybe some more news uh, as we get around to the banquet just after New Year's. So, thank you again to Strathaven Panthers. District 1 champs, state semifinalists, 36-0 in Motep, going to Hershey after the game tonight. Brian Carroll signing off. Good night and great football. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening and good night.